0: And we are back. Welcome back, Lachlan. I haven't spoken to you all week. How are you, my friend? I'm
1: good, Matthew. Welcome back. Yes, yes. And
0: welcome (laughs) back to everybody listening. Welcome back to everybody listening. Uh, We really appreciate all the support the last couple of episodes. I know that um, we started off very NRL heavy, okay? I get that. But it's fifth and dribble, okay? So we're coming in strong with the NBA. Uh, Appreciate the people that have already listened, but do not forget to listen to our bonus episode with uh, Silly Talk Sport, um, where we broke down the... Uh, all-stars who we think are going to be the all-stars and very very early predictions for awards uh, also um, we got in touch with the hit up boys over in New Zealand they're doing big things over there um, proud of those boys um, and we broke down our two teams uh, I'm sorry I apologize now spoiler alert I lost that for us taking Jason below at lock
1: mm, he did uh, he did fail two, <laughs>
0: two votes on both Instagram pages um, and I yeah that was my bad but you know what Can I ask for a trade?
1: Get up, boys. Come get me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, I asked you if I could take Hamisa early. You said no. Okay, so I had to get a cowboy in there, all right? We can't all support a premiership winning team in 2021. It feels
1: good to do, though.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. (laughs) Um, as always, guys, like where you can like. Follow us at Fifth uh, and Dribble on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, you can always hit us up at the anchor page, anchor.fm/slash Fifth and Dribble. Um, but yeah, today we're going to be breaking down the Western Conference um, and how we think it's going to kind of play out. We're going to be following the same questions as we do. But before we do that, as always, we've got to hit our key points. Um, Norm Proven passed away today. Um, to be honest, not much I can say on this. Uh, from all accounts and everything that I've seen over social media, he was a fantastic player. There's a reason he's he's a part of the trophy. Um, but yeah, sad sad day in the NRL, I guess.
1: Yeah, sad day. As you said, like we didn't watch a lot of him. Um, if you're on the trophy, especially when they kept you uh, post Super League, um, there obviously that's called the gladiators photo. Yeah. Um, and it was so so important. The biggest thing that's ever happened in our sport couldn't change them being on the trophy. Yeah. I think that shows shows how impactful he was. And I mean, just a side note: when he was obviously a back rower, and I mean, a, lots of these guys who are remembered as immortals are kind of skill positions. Yeah. Or maybe you get the the big front rower in there. It's really good to see a back rower. Like it's it's not normally the position you think of. You normally hear about all these halves and five eights and fullbacks, or maybe some yeah, outside yeah. backs. So yeah, tough day. <laughs>
0: Yeah, tough day. Tough day indeed. Um, speaking of a tough day, uh, it must be tough in the Josh Hodgson household if he's considering going to the Western Australia Tigers. What the hell is going on here? Um, there are reports that there's a two-year deal on the on the table. Um, firstly, Lachlan, I'd like to ask you, what the fuck are the Tigers thinking? Some of their best young talent is at hooker. Secondly, does this push the needle at all?
1: I don't think it pushes the needle A whole lot Mm. Um, I do think It would make them A little bit better In the short term
0: Even without Adam Dewey Next year
1: I think losing Adam Dewey Is going to lower their ceiling Anyway right Like I think that's pretty Pretty agreed upon But I think having An experienced hooker In there Does help I mean Especially when they're not sure What their halves are going to be Next year like probably some combination of, of Hastings and Brooks with maybe Dewey, depending on when he comes back. But he looks like he's going to miss the full season. Yeah. Um, but Trust I think me, I
0: ACLs are hard to come back from, yeah. especially going <laughs> to a full contact sport.
1: I um, I think, as I said, it's going to just be a short-term game. I think in the long term, they got guys like Jacob Little and Jake Simpkin. Uh, both guys I'm actually really high on. I like both of them. I think Hook yeah, is probably one of their least needed positions. So it yeah. seems weird to be going after number nine. And I mean... I don't know. I've, I've heard some people say you could play him as a ball playing 13. I don't think that works. He needs his hands on the ball far too much, but mm. it could be an interesting experiment. I just don't trust the Tigers to pull that off. If he was going to Melbourne and trying that, then, you know. Yeah, then maybe, cool. We, maybe it would work, but I don't know. I don't see it from either party. I don't get it. Like the Tigers are the type of club that Hodgson, he, he, he doesn't generally do well with dysfunction. Yeah. He's a very regimented guy, his way, highway. Um, I think going into a club like that, shit starts going wrong like yeah, what does he yeah. do there and then he, he signs a 2 year deal he's stuck there those young kids start out performing him then yeah
0: not only that and i know that we're seeing players play older and older into their careers but he's 33 by the end of this deal like
1: i do think he has right, It do doesn't push he back to england some point soon yeah probably do, probably after this deal li-
0: sadly but I would love yeah. to see him somewhere like like we've mentioned it before, and and all and by all accounts, like the Titans had their eyes on him um, when they let Jamal Fogerty walk. I would love to see him there where they actually need a hooker and they need some leadership there. Like you, your most senior player right now is what Kevin Proctor. Like yeah. that uh, I'd kind that of like can't see be a dogs recipe dogs for too. success.
1: I think I think the dogs is a good team. And I know you could just kind of go, oh, I want to see him at you know, the Broncos or anywhere that needs a hooker. But I think yeah, he specifically needs a club with young halves yeah. who we can guide. Because we have seen that success. We have seen that work. They went to a grand final.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. you know exactly.
1: what I mean? Like like it it can work. And I think he just needs a certain kind of halves with him. I mean, if you talk about passive halves, Luke Brooks is King of the passives,
0: so, yeah. It's the creme de, de, de la creme crem of passive creme de la,
1: la creme of passives. So we'll see what happens on that one, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. And I think that they have to be due for a big clean out soon. The tigers, like let go of them by. Um, you think Brooks's days are numbered, especially if Dewey does come back, yeah. towards the end of the year or looks like he's going to come into next year, good, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah,
0: it's 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 tough, it's a head scratcher, um, but. It is what it is. All right. Um, speaking of signings, um, the league basically signed a new team, mm. the Dolphins, not the Redcliffe Dolphins, the Dolphins. Mm. Um, we, th- we all really saw this coming. It was leaked a couple of weeks ago, and um, they had the front-running bid. Um, and also, on top of that, Wayne Bennett, he's announced that he's signed a three-year deal there, so he's going to have a year off, and then uh, then he's kicking on. What's, uh, what's your take on this, my friend?
1: Um. I mean, I love to see the Dolphins in awesome stuff for them. Like, as you said, we kind of knew that that was going to happen. But yeah, the thing that's crazy is being called the Dolphins. I knew they weren't going to be called Redcliffe because the NRL doesn't want to just, you know, kind of have the peninsula there. Cause it's not a very, I mean, it's not a very big place, Redcliffe, if you look at it, but the Sunshine Coast is huge. And I know a lot of fans are excited. My cousin, he, um, he's actually from the Sunshine Coast, born and raised up there. He um, he was a Cowboys fan just because it wasn't the Broncos, but now the Dolphins are. in. He said he's uh, jumping ship to what's probably going to be a more successful Queensland team.
0: Oh, I don't know about that that early, but uh, it's not very nice. I don't think you need to go there. But, but yeah, I, I, I don't I don't agree with the with the whole Redcliffe thing either. Even if it's like a like a North Brisbane Dolphins or something like that. Like you see something like the South Melbourne Phoenix in in the NBL and stuff like that. Um. Yeah, I think maybe like a or yeah as you said even Sunshine Coast. Um yeah, but I mean I, I, it is closer to Brisbane Central than it is to Sunshine. I thought Coast, they were going
1: to call it Moreton Bay. That's kind of that I thought they were going to call it Moreton Bay. That's kind of that area up there and it's, it's yeah. one of the largest, you know, councils that are that are um in kind of southeast Queensland. Uh, I heard Sunshine State Dolphins a few times. Yep. I do think this will probably get changed. Yeah, I think the NRL loves, like, a change and a change up. And I, I just – I can understand encompassing a bigger area and going um, and going Moreton Bay or Sunshine yep. Coast or something like that, but not having any geographical kind of, like –
0: Oh, think something, just, something I, will be there for I think, sure. I
1: think it just, like – I mean, we've had it in the past where, you know, Cronulla have dropped the Cronulla Sutherland and just gone Sharks. The Dogs yep. have dropped Canterbury-Bankstown, just been the Bulldogs. They were also Sydney Bulldogs for a while. And yeah you know, Balmain were Sydney Tigers for a while. It's just what teams, I mean, that was kind of so they could survive and not get absolutely yeeted during Super League. But, I mean, yeah. this is a bit different. I think it's just a bit silly. Like, I, I get what they're trying to do. And, I mean, if, if you look at it now, if Penrith or Parramatta or the Tigers had come in now, they wouldn't be called Penrith. They wouldn't be called Parramatta. They'd be called Greater Western Sydney Giants. Like, we see it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You look at the Australian sports. Um, that have had new teams come in. They keep trying to find this holy grail of how can we encompass as many people as possible. You've got the Great greater Western Sydney Giants. Mm. You've got Southeast Melbourne Phoenix in the NBL. And then yeah. you've got Western, I don't fucking watch the A League. So whatever that Melbourne team is, I think they're just yeah, the Western yeah. something. I don't know. But it's like they're now being very quite like a niche while also being quite a large area. And I think eventually yeah. something's going to give with this Dolphins thing. I mean, if they had named them the Morton, if they were really against Redcliffe, they should have named them something else. This leaves the door open for Redcliffe to return. Yeah. Because I think yeah. they're, they're by default just going to be Redcliffe. And Because yeah. if someone's like, where's the Dolphin? If if you have a neutral, someone who doesn't understand the game, like one of our missus was like, where are the Dolphins from? We'd be like Redcliffe. Yeah. Wouldn't we? And then, Yeah, 100%. But, but if, if they were the Morton Bay, Dolphins would be like, oh, they're Originally from, from Redcliffe, Mate. but now they're the more yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? It just seems really silly. And I mean I don't expect much more from this
0: what do Anna. you what do you think of something like the Northeast Dolphins? Like we've got the South Sydney
1: Nah, two, you know, I don't know why they can't go Morton Bay. I don't understand. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll be fine with council. Morton Bay as well. Morton Bay is a pretty big council. It's different enough to Brisbane, but it's still its own thing. And it's still yeah. got a connection to Brisbane. It can really make that rivalry. Like yeah. if they are playing out, they basically really are a second Brisbane team. And I, I'm surprised that the Dolphins were so favoured heading into this because it seemed like all they wanted to do was get another Brisbane team. So I'm surprised the Firehawks, you know, didn't, or even the Jets have a chance
2: yeah, yeah,
0: of course. Yeah, no, I feel that as well. Um, I mean, I would love to see like a I would have thought they would have gone a little bit further north and and you know done the whole um Sunshine Coast aspect of things, but I see where you're going with it. Um, all right. Well, moving on to what we kind of, what we kind of came here for. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, just before we get into the West, holy crap, the the Charlotte Hornets got absolutely pumped by um, the Dallas Mavericks today, 127 to 59. Yeah, no, I didn't start at 127 to 59. Um, I don't think, I think in the third quarter, yep, have it here, third quarter, the Charlotte Hornets only scored 11 points. Um, they didn't score over 18 points in a quarter the entire time. They had guys on their on their team that were like minus 39 for the game. Like it was just, it was absolutely disgusting. And, and the big guys for Dallas didn't even really play. I mean, KP probably had um, arguably the best game. He had 17 points and nine rebounds on 70% shooting in like 22 minutes. Like this this game was an absolute shellacking. No one for the Hornets turned up. LaMelo Ball had four points on like fuck all shooting. Um, he, he, granted, he only played like... I think it was like 11 minutes or something, but yeah, four points on two of two of Is ten shooting or something. Is this confirmed,
1: Dicta fans? Lamelo Ball. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's tough. I mean, it, I mean, it's preseason. It means nothing, but at the same time, what a pumping like fire out. and yeah, Chris Upshizingas. He like he showed me a couple of things today. I mean, 70 percent. But the Hornets also only have one center. Like we covered this over the the Eastern Breakdown. Yeah. They've only got Mason Plumley. Like, who, who are you going to put up against um, Chris Aperzingis if, if he does turn out to be your center? Who are you going to put up against him, you know, if you're a team like the Hornets or you're a team like the Golden State yeah. Warriors? Um, it, I think that makes Dallas – and, and you know, a little spoiler as, to, as we get into the West, but I think that makes Dallas like a Tier 2 team, um, pushing maybe borderline Tier 1, especially if KP can give this kind of production.
1: I've got a – I'm going to jump in with a quick little spoiler for our prediction. I am completely out on my Jason Kidd coach of the year award. I completely out. Yeah. Everyone hates it. I, I'm out. No, I don't even care. Whatever. Normally if everyone hates it, that makes me more committed to a team. Yeah. I am out because.
0: Did you Jason, see that photo of him in that shirt? Is that why you're out?
1: No, I came out because he said, we're going to take less threes this year. Stop it. Yeah. I came out. I'm out in, a, in a game, in a game dominated
0: by threes, <laughs> we're going to take less threes.
1: In a team where your best is Luka Doncic, you got Tim Hardaway Jr., Reggie Bullock, Maxi Kleber, Sterling Christabes, Brown, like Sterling a whole bunch
0: Brown. Of like forty plus going- <laughs> percent three point shooters. Even
1: Josh Green, you kind of stroke it. Like we're going to take less threes. I was out the, yeah. mi- the minute that left his lips. I was out. And I thought, yeah. oh, fuck. So, this yeah. is it, what, what, what is the? And you know what? I think it came out. The day or two after we, uh, of course, did. we did. Our then, I mean,
0: that's the way things always happen,
1: right? That's the way things always happen. I'm not getting caught holding the bag at the end of the year, so this is it. I am calling Ag it, face? I am tapping out.
0: Tapping out. Well, sorry, mate, it's on Instagram, it's out <laughs> to the world. You can edit those posts, it. you can edit uh, those posts. Nah, nah, they've all seen it, they've all seen it. Speaking of. Bit, uh, pumpings though, um, Portland got pumped today as well. The Phoenix Suns, um, their big three played a little bit today. They played; they hovered around the twenty minutes as well. But um, they, the Phoenix Suns, ended up winning one hundred and seventeen to seventy nine. Portland just couldn't get it going. When when a guy like Alfred Payton always almost puts up a triple double against you, you know that you don't have it going, even if it is preseason. I don't give a fuck. Alfred Payton is the third, maybe fourth string point guard on this potential Phoenix team. I don't even think he gets a roster spot after preseason, but he almost put up a triple double. He was eight, eight and nine. Like, what the hell?
1: He's always been good, Payne. I don't know what's been up with that. I've, always, right, kind of, I've always kind of, I kind of like him. Like even back in the day when he was rocking the weekend hair and shit like that, was getting his way on free throws. Like I always liked him, but I, I don't know what it is. I think he's this is like completely uneducated and have no knowledge at all. But mm. I'm completely right. I think it's like it seems like a mentality thing for him. I don't know. Like, he's yeah, good. he has all the skill in the world. He has a great build. He seems to have pretty good IQ. His shooting is like, it's not bad. He's not, not a bad player. Mm, no, nah, It not seems terrible. weird that he's like this low. Like, I, th- I, th- I think a bad team will probably take a punt on him, or I think he's most utilized on a good team as. The thing like, is, though, he's been playing
0: for a bad team the last couple of years. Like he's been in and out of the Orlando Magic squad. Uh, he's played. He's been in and out of the Knicks. Like he's he seems to only find bad teams. I don't know if they're mm. willing to take a punt. Also, guys, by the way, uh, my apologies. I can't read numbers. It was actually 119 to 74. Um, I I don't know how to copy from left to right. And we know that I'm not very good at these games based on last episode. Also, oh,
1: that was a shit show. Uh, yeah, that was that a was bit, a bit I- of a shit show.
0: But <laughs> very funny. Uh, very funny. I've had I have had a couple of DMs being like, what? The fuck is going on? But you know, it's great. It's great. Good people talking. That's that's it. At the end of the day,
1: <laughs> I don't know um, if the bad talking is good, mate. Not not
0: all. <laughs> any 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 talking talk. any talking is good talking, all right.
1: not, not all good talking's talking, mate. Uh,
0: but yeah, anyway, um, the the Phoenix Suns. I mean, they look good. We're gonna cover them a little bit later, but they looked
1: really good in this game.
0: So not much to really not much to really get into. Are you uh, are you keen to do a breakdown of the West?
1: Mate, I don't think I've been keen since we did our last breakdown.
0: bro West is best. West is best, and I think and 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 going on, going on the tiers because we are going to bring back the tiers, everybody. Going on the tiers, um, there, there's a very big distinction between Tier One and Tier Two, and Tier Three and Tier Four. Okay, there is a massive distinction. All right, so um, again, alphabetical order. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks are the team that we're going to start with let Let's see if first. Matt can
1: organize this in alphabetical order, folks.
0: Let's see if I can do it. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not
1: hopeful. I, I and might the- jump off this like it's my uh, Jason Kidd take.
0: <laughs> Stop it, you. Uh, the questions, again, we're going to be going with uh, a, a young guy or an off-season acquisition that you're most excited about. Uh, the veteran to improve or lead the squad. What you think this team is missing, and either a hot take or if they're up and down, up or down on last year. So we're going to start with the Dallas Mavericks, and as I said, uh, a young guy slash offseason acquisition that you're excited about. Every other answer is wrong if you don't say Luka Doncic. That
1: being I mean, said, but he's not like I mean, that that should be like automatic, right? Yeah, that
0: should be automatic. That so, should
1: be like the things that are automatic, right? You can't look at Doncic. Luke, you count Luka Doncic in this. And if you're the younger brother, you play as Luigi in Mario Kart. Like, they're pretty, like, they're pretty like set in stone shit. Like, so I don't think you can count 100%.
0: Luka Doncic on Okay, this. all right, all right, all right. If I can't count Luka Doncic, another thing that I'm really excited, another person I'm really excited about is Reggie Bullock. All right, he's coming in to replace Josh Richardson. And, you know, a lot of people said Josh Richardson is going to be this fantastic 3 and D guy. He flunked last year. Okay. I'm still super high on him. On the Celtics. I was gonna I'm, I'm going to stick by that take. Say, no, 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 take. No, 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 no. Don't, don't <laughs> throw me under the bus. I'm going to stick by that take. He's going to be great on the Celtics. Okay. But Reggie Bullock coming in. This is a guy that on a shitty offensive New York Knicks team. We're talking about a New York Knicks team that ran their offense with Julius Randle, who, don't get me wrong, had a great year, but crappy offense. Tom Thibodeau. He's known for his defense. This man shot 41% from three last year. And the Knicks had fuck all offense. So, Imagine doing it with a once-in-a-generational passer like giving you the ball at any point. Have you got somebody that you're excited about?
1: I do. His name's Luka Doncic. Fuck off. <laughs> give <me> this shit. <laughs> um, I'm keen. I've got the same as you, but you know what? Because we've got to talk. Um, Sterling, Brown. Sterling I like, Brown. I like. I liked him at Milwaukee. I don't think he's going to make a big impact. I think he's kind of in and around. Um, I think the police situation in Milwaukee kind of – Kind of fucked up his stay there. Yeah, fucked his name his a hair, bit. Yeah. And it did, it did. It's un- it's like unfortunate, regardless that he's an NBA player, but yeah. it's unfortunate as well. And and he came of age with a few of those boys that are on that team now, including Giannis. Um, I think he's gonna come in good. He's got huge size, he can play a few positions. Um mm. and as I'm saying this, there is another guy we got a shout out on Dallas. And do you know who that is? Who is that? That's Josh Green.
0: Josh Green, yeah. Proud to be aussie bro.
1: Come on! I know. I know. Homer, I, I know that Homer I'm, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he has a big year this year. I don't know. I, I had my weird conspiracy, you know, theory hat on watching the Olympics. Him and Luca weren't daffing each other up as much as I uh, thought young teammates, you know, should probably do. Um, mm. but I guess part of that I think is Luca is insanely psychotic competitive, which you yeah. love like to see. Um, but I mean, I've seen a few things going around where they seem to be pretty close and chatting, and I think Josh Green fits what works around Luca. Yeah. Just athletic will let the ball fly, can defend, is versatile. And they're really making this team with some versatile guys. Like you look at it, like Luca so can play. So many dudes a few that positions. can defend yeah.
0: two through four. Yeah.
1: Like Luca can play a few positions, Hardaway can play a few. Finney Smith, Reggie Bullock, Sterling Brown, Josh Green, like even Kleber can play. Couple, Bazingas can play a couple. Like, mm. and I, I really like, I really like this team. Jalen Brunson off the bench is great too. I think he's a great point guard alongside yeah. Luca because he doesn't need the ball in his hands really. Yeah, like, but
0: he could be a starter on at ten NBA yeah, teams, exactly. fifteen yeah. NBA teams. And, you know? and he's,
1: he's the type of guard I would want next to like a James Harden or a Luca type, where it's like, yeah, let them cook. But when they're kind, when they need a few breaks, I am perfectly capable. He reminds me of Malcolm Brogdon a lot.
0: I'm gonna bail you out, yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's
1: what it is. And he can defend; he holds his own. Seems like a good teammate, man. I th- I think this team is really on the up compared to last year too. But it's a huge but on Porzingis. I have a huge but.
0: Hundred percent, and and that's who I've got. Like my pre- veteran to improve or lead. Like it, it's all predicated on Porzingis. If he fixes up his post up game and and can help Luca in in any form, right? If he's even if they're only playing him twenty five minutes a game and he is putting up seventeen and nine and shooting seventy percent from the field, then this team is a top four. They're in my they're in tier one if he does that. But that is the biggest if and that's the only reason that I've got them in tier two.
1: I th- I think maybe we might see a little bit of an opposite for Pazingas. So I don't think he's going to be a, exactly efficient next year. Yeah. I think kids going to be keen to get, to have him involved. Yeah. Um, so he might be taking some shots that he probably shouldn't, and they're going to just pray that Luca and the rest of the offense can kind of you know bail them out there. I think I think offensively they're not going to be as efficient as we'd like, and people are going to say, "Oh, Luca chucks. Oh, the three point guys with them aren't aren't good." But I th- I think that's going to be skewed a little bit because they they're going to have to change it up, and as you say, give him some post looks, run some looks through him. Yeah. Um, I think they'll do that early on and kind of be like, all right, Bazingas, you've had your 12 shots or whatever. You've hit five of them. Let's fucking defend, bro. Yeah,
0: well, that's like – I think I think he'll take a, a big step almost like Frank Vogel did last year in getting Anthony Davis like open in that first quarter mm-hmm. and, yeah, fi- letting him cook and then finding his rhythm for the rest of the game. Yeah. And if he doesn't have it, then you've got Luka Doncic to play yeah, or you've I, got LeBron James or you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: I, I think they're just going to hope that he – um that he feels more involved. Yeah. If you're a big man, you feel more involved on offense. You get more involved in defense.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, Okay. So what do you think that they're missing, my friend?
1: I don't know. I actually think they're quite, and this is all predicated on Pazingas. I think they're actually a a pretty complete team. They seem to have built their team around one guy yeah, As well as you probably could this early They've had yeah. to do a few pivots And they've been a little bit hamstrung by Bazinga's contract And the fact that Dallas wasn't like, Historically hasn't been a free agent destination I yeah. think they're, they're, they're built Pretty well I mean I think they need maybe a couple more veterans or a veteran. And a guy that I'm going to bring up is no stranger to this pod, no stranger to Slovenian superstars. And that is <laughs> the dragon. I mean, I don't know what daddy dragon, Mate, how many times have we been absolutely cucked by the thought of Luca and the dragon teaming? Oh, like there that was almost so a trade that said him there before. And then I thought there was a trade this off season. I mean, we all know what the Raptors are like with Ujiri yeah. there. Um, yeah. Who's to say he doesn't end up there? You know, if Sterling Brown or someone plays pretty well and they can kind of flip him and, and depending on how Toronto season goes, but I think they could use just a, another stable hand there because yeah. as much as we like Tim Hardaway, as much as we like Reggie Bullock, as much as we like Bronson, you just need someone there with a little bit of a cooler head, and someone, and it has to be someone that Luca respects. You yeah. bring some old scrub on, and I mean, Luca. Luca has shown he respects those older guards. Like I mean, him and yeah. JJ Berea. Like you saw all the stuff there, how close they were. Yeah, I think yeah. A guy like Goran could be really good for this team, and maybe that European connection is enough to get through to KP.
0: Yeah, possibly. Uh, what I've got them missing is uh, is another scorer. I don't think THJ is the guy. Um, I, I agree with his contract. I think that he can give you, you know, 17 on any given night, but fuck he's streaky. He't doesn't, He doesn't shoot efficiently enough for me, and it, and it really hurts me because you know, one game he'll go one for 17, but he'll keep chucking. Like he won't stop. Maybe this whole Jason Kidd, we're not going to shoot as many threes. Is going to actually help him, and he's <laughs>
2: he's,
0: he's gonna he's actually going to you shoot like in a I'm decent. You me back on, clip. yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: back on, boy. He's
0: gonna he, he might shoot a decent clip, but I don't think that he's the guy. Like, if you're going to put the ball in Luca's hands and you need him to do you know twenty five and eleven assists every night, or or you know thirty and eleven assists every night, and Porzingis isn't going to be that scorer for you, then. You know, you got to find someone else. And and maybe they can do it by committee. Maybe it's, you know, yeah. 15 from THJ, uh, a cheeky 12 from Reggie Bullock. Sterling Brown has a good night and he puts up 17. Dorian Finney-Smith, he has his PJ Tucker night and he hits fucking five corner threes or whatever it is. Great. That's going to be fantastic. But that's only going to win you, like, what, 10 games? That they're I, all, I, like, all clicking like that?
1: I, I think you can get away with that. I think mm. you can do it by committee when a guy like Luca has so much control and he's just like a conductor out there when he's doing what he's doing, setting guys up, taking his own shot. And I think really when you think about it, so many of these teams now realize that we just got to get to the playoffs. Yeah. It doesn't matter what seed. I mean, it does matter what seed, but like, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter as much what seed. I know that they'll be looking at matchups. Yeah. Um, but I mean, especially if, if they can get into the playoffs, and they only need a game here or there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and when you think about these championship teams, that's what happens. When you think about those Kobe Lakers teams, you know Lamar Odom fucking gets some putback. Ron test, has Better a big game. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like all these crazy games. Like and the Heedles as well. Like Shane, you got the Shane Battier game. Yeah, Ray but you got to think those like-
0: Lakers teams. Like they had they had a legit second star in Paul Hall. You know what I mean? Like you don't have a legit second star there. Sure, if Pozingas can be that guy, then you could see you could see Yeah, that's yeah. For sure. I mean,
1: I think I think everything we're talking about with Dallas has to be with the Predicate, if Puzzingas, Yeah, yeah I, I, I think I think if we're talking about a, a team without Pozingas or we know for a fact Pozzingas isn't good, lots of this changes, including where they kind of rest in our tears and what we think their ceiling and floor is. Because yeah. if he if he really gives them zero or close to zero, then they're gonna have a hard time competing with the big boys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I mean,
1: um, I mean if if he hits what we hope he can hit, then I think this is what we start talking about.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, well what's your what's your hot take for uh the Dallas Mavericks? Or do you think that they're up or down on on their uh seeding next year?
1: I think they're up. Hot they're take up? wise, I think this is a pretty hot take heavy team. I think a lot of people have kind of had their had their two cents on it. Um, I don't really have too much of a hot take, to be honest with you. I think they're they're going to be really good. This is a hard team tonight. I think we'll know pretty early how they're going to be. I think by the time we get into November, we'll kind of have more of a reading on them.
0: Yeah, I don't per se have a hot take, but going off of what a friend of the podcast, Ben Seal from uh, Sealy Talk Sport, um, Luka Doncic is the favourite, according to Sportsbet, on uh, MVP at $5.50. Do you want to hear the
1: top five? Go on. just before you do the top 5 i think luka's going to have to have a huge huge season and they're going right, to you're you're talking 28,
0: yeah. 28 12 and like six rebounds I'm I thinking. think and got- the mavericks have to be 55 plus wins i reckon
1: i think they'll need the wins I think, yeah. I think they'll need the wins. I see the Luca, but I don't see the value in the bet. I wouldn't chuck any money on that because, nah, me neither. I mean, at his ceiling, you get the value, you, you get that value, but, you know, at his floor, he's, you know, if, if he seems disinterested and they seem to lose a few games, we know he's got that that um, pension to kind of pad a little bit. I I, I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't
0: take that bet, but who's the top five, bro? Top five, you got Luca, yep. And then uh, tied for second uh, is Giannis and KD at seven bucks. And then fourth and fifth, so tied for third, Joel Embiid and Steph Curry at
1: 8.50. Steph Curry's not a bad value bet. Nah,
0: it's not bad. I think if
1: they play well, man, like it'd be hard Wait, to.
0: Hold on. Hold on for value because we're going to get to it with the next team. Now, the Denver Nuggets, <laughs> moving on. Uh, unless you've got anything more to say about that. Nah, Dallas. I'm
1: all good, man, about that. All right,
0: sweet. So, the Denver Nuggets, moving on. Now, we're going to start from the bottom. Hot take. Not really hot take, but... Nikola Jokic, Smokey for back-to-back MVP. His odds at back-to-back MVP is fifteen dollars, fifteen bucks. The absolute, I, I think, disrespect. I'm not. You know me. I'm not the biggest Jokic fan, but fifteen dollars for Nick Jokic when we've only had nine MVPs in the last twelve or thirteen seasons. That's you know you got
1: it. It may be worth a cheeky ten. Uh no. Nah. No. Nah, I don't think. I think it's hard. Yeah, we've had back-to-back MVPs, but when you look at it, it's because guys have gotten MVPs probably not a year early, but they've gotten MVPs for, for one good year, and then they've come out and have absolutely smashed that year and given people no choice but to give it to them again. Mm-hmm. I think unless you do that, you don't get the second one. I don't think Jokic is going to come out and deliver better than he did last year. And I think even if they did, I don't know if they win as many games.
0: Nah, see, I so okay, so heading back to the top, uh, with a, an acquisition we're potentially excited about. This team hasn't changed. Nothing nothing has happened with this team. I don't even know if they're going to make the top four again. Without Jamal Murray, you got Monte Morris or Fukundo Kompatso running the bloody point guard for you. Like, And no, I didn't have to practice that. Okay, I know what you're thinking. You did. You didn't yes. have to practice you're that. You're a liar. But, <laughs> you can lie but,
1: to me. Just don't lie to the fans.
0: <laughs> I'm not lying to anybody. But um, yeah, I just think these guys are like a five to... Five to eight, five to ten team,
1: don't you reckon? Yeah, and Jamal Murray being out's not ideal, obviously. I mean, he's mm. such a big, a big part of their game. And like, I mean, you've got Porter Jr. You can kind of come in and replicate some of that, but he doesn't play the same way.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: Um, Gordon probably has to step up a little bit and do a bit more than what he thought or what they thought he was going to do, especially with that contract. And
0: this is coming from a guy that doesn't want to be a second or third option. Like he's happy to be a fourth, fifth, sixth guy even if someone's coming off the bench and being a flamethrower. Getting Will Barton back helps. I mean, you're going to get some good scoring out of him. really. But but you don't have – yeah, I just don't think – like I think Jokic is going to have a similar year, but I don't think that the supporting cast lives up to – what Jamal can give you because he just he's that he's that Damian Lillard kind of scorer off the off the dribble and off the catch and shoot that it, it warrants a defender sticking with him mm-hmm. like White on Rice or, or even the odd and double he can team. get hot too yeah exactly exactly um, uh-huh. and I just don't think that they've got anybody in this team to to give that kind of production unless you get a serious leap out of Michael Porter Jr. which again then- Sealy reckons you you will.
1: But even then, I think it's just the things they do differently. Like, Jamal can run that. I know they run it through Jokic, but Jamal is is a point guard in that situation. I don't think Porter mm. can replicate the playmaking. He can replicate the points easy. He's an out-and-out scorer. He's like young Carmelo out there sometimes. He can sometimes. Um, he can definitely score. But I think this team's probably like unless they shake it up a little bit, I think they're destined to maybe be what Utah has been in the last few years or what Portland's been, where it's kind of like they're a fantastic regular season team, you try and get better within the margins and you hope for a, for a year where you can kind of sneak through. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think they're they've fallen victim to what the Celtics have done where they've just, they had all these assets. They should have consolidated. Yeah. They should have consolidated. Like having all these picks and these young guys, having a whole lot of young guys who are pretty good means shit. Yeah. Exactly. It means shit. It means yeah. like, you have a couple of guys that are pretty good. Yeah. They're younger. They're 20, like 21 and pretty good turns to be 24 and not good really, really quickly, like way too quickly. If you got these guys that you need to strike while the iron's hot. And that's why I think GMs are hoping, I'm hoping GMs kind of realize this and you don't hold on to guys where it's like, well, we'll see who can be the starter. We like, we we like that. We can put a both in our system. We'll play a two guard, this and that. It's like, fuck that. Choose your guy. If he's a superstar, choose him.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and they've clearly, they've clearly done that with Jokic. And I mean, he's still extremely young, but I think we've hit the nail on the head here. I think without Murray, they're, they're really going to struggle, really going to struggle, and that's why I've got them in. Probably the I lower mean, for, part for, of Tier two. I
1: mean, they'll be disappointing, but for their standards. They're not going to be a bad yeah. team by any no, they stretch. Won't be, so, I mean, they're still going to make gonna the playoffs. Be, I think they're a they're, uh, pretty playoff lock, I reckon, somewhere in there. I can't see them finishing below the playoffs, even, no. even if they hit their floor. Um, but it's just disappointing because, I mean, it, it looked like, yeah, it looked like they kind of had all the pieces falling together.
0: And this is what I'm saying. Like the the difference between tier one and tier two and tier three and tier four is massive. There is a huge Mm. drop off and you're probably going to see the difference. um, Like the playing teams uh, are going to sprinkle in. Obviously I think it's going to be a tight race eight through 10, but then after that, you're going to be looking at like a 15 game drop off. Like it's going to be so ridiculous. And I mean, West is still best because you've got all of the high. I think you've got a lot of the highlights out there, but I think that the East is still more evenly spread. Um, Anything more on the
1: nuggets for you, my friend? No, I'm all good. I am curious to see what happens, but I'm curious about everything, baby.
0: Yeah, am I curious? <laughs> no, okay, don't get into that. Um, moving on to the Golden State Warriors. Now, I have these guys as a fringe tier one team. Now, you're probably going to disagree. Because I know you, you love to disagree with me,
1: but I think <laughs> only because you say some dumb shit. <laughs> <I'm> only <not laughs> dumb when, shit. No, I'm I only, dumb only shit. disagree when it's dumb. It just happens to be dumb a lot. It's not my bad. Hey, whoa! Oh, <laughs> that.
0: But you got a guy like Jordan Poole putting up some disgusting numbers right now. You got a Clay Thompson coming back. You potentially have a DeAndre Ayton light in James Wiseman coming back. Hopefully, his knees, you know, sort themselves out. What? Why can't this team have a top four finish? Why can't they
1: be tier one? Talk me out of it. I think I'll be tier one. Hey, you know, you know, I do. You know, I'm back in Steph this year, and the Jordan Poole thing's interesting. I don't think it's as interesting as people are saying. I don't think it's going to be as make a break. Yeah. Um, I think even if he regresses back to the mean, he's still going to be valuable and pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it's not like they need a fucking starting point guard. Like, I think they're they're. I think they're you think they covered a point guard.
0: Yeah, I think they're okay. With I think they
1: covered a point guard. Yeah,
0: I, I think they're <laughs> a
2: good guy
1: there. I think they're. Have a good point, mate. But I right. think this team is um, it's probably two moves away. At least one big move.
2: Yeah, away from where they'll away.
1: finish their year. Yeah, um, this is a team that that will pull the trigger. We talked about not consolidating assets. This is a team that will do
0: that yeah um, so I can see that I can see them doing the the small guys move for like a Bradley Beal or something if the Wizards are that shocking and Bradley Beal wants out
1: yeah and even just like smaller moves as well get better around the margins like as you said they got great players there they got they got Curry Clay's coming back they got Wiseman who could turn into anything like they have the guys there they just got they, they got a lot of guys that are pretty good yeah. Um, we'll see yeah. about Otto Porter. I don't know. Avery Bradley. He's chucking
0: know. a lot in preseason. Otto Porter's worrying me, to be fair. But um, when you've got a guy like Jordan Poole, who is a smoky candidate for most improved player in the preseason, through four games, the dude's averaging 23.5 points per game, three and a half assists, three and a half rebounds, and he's on 51, 40, 84 and a half splits. Like- Only
2: the
1: preseason.
0: I know it's only it's the pre-season. Only preseason. I completely understand it's only the preseason, but they've gone up against the Lakers, I think, three times, and the Lakers have thrown out, like, some of their better lineups, especially in the last game. They they played their big three for 24 minutes, and the Warriors still got the win. So, and Steph didn't play. So, you know, read into that what you will, but... I'll, I'll read into it as preseason. Okay. Well, <laughs> speaking speaking of most improved, Jordan Poole has shot up the ladder. The top five for them, uh, according to Sports Bet, uh, the Porter Juniors, Michael Porter is first, uh, Kevin Porter is second, Jordan Poole is tied with Kevin Porter at $12. Uh, Jar Morant is at $13, and Shay Gildas Alexander at $15. I like all of those.
1: I do like all of those. I yeah, do I like, like all, of all of those.
0: I don't my know. Boy, about my you. boy Colin Sexton, $18 at sixth. And uh, DeJounte Murray is tight in that sixth position as well. Shout out to Sealy.
1: That's pretty good. I mean, I do like the Ja Morant one if Memphis can take the jump. I just think it's probably a bit crowded around that midsection of the... Uh, like we'll get Memphis. to Memphis. We'll
0: get to Memphis. It's all right. But um, but someone that I think taking a big leap this year, along with Jordan Poole, is Andrew Wiggins. I think he's going to be more comfortable in Golden State now. Sure, there's all that, like, anti Do <laughs> they trade yes. him? <laughs> yeah, possibly. But <laughs> he, like he looks way more comfortable now, not only with the ball in his hands, but on the defensive end. And I think with Clay coming back, he's going to transition into more of a defender. He's going to be that like young Andre Iguodala kind of like, I'm a long dude. I love to dunk. I can hit a couple threes. If you need me to, I can move the ball. I can pound it a bit. If you, if I have to, it's yeah, I, I'm just, I'm pretty excited for his year. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they play him once Clay is back. I assume mm. they'll just go Clay it to kind of him there or they run some three guard lineups with Paul in there. Yeah. Um I do think unfortunately for Wiggins if they do a big deal, he's going to have to be part of it just to make the contracts work. Possibly. So I think, I think him playing well. I mean honestly what Draymond did it. I mean other than that no one's on really big money are they like Yeah, that's fair. if they go for a bill, you're going to have to match that contract somehow. And doesn't, yeah. doesn't that seem like a Washington Wizards lineup, Kyle Kuzma and Andrew Wiggins?
2: Yeah, that
0: does, actually. Shout, shout out <laughs> to Luke. Shout like out a, to Luke. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but yeah, but you're right. I there mean, is there is stuff or money there. I mean, yeah. you've got Draymond on 24, Wiggins on 31 and a half. Um, the next highest after Draymond is Wiseman at nine, and that's yeah. still his rookie deal.
1: Yeah, I don't think any of those are enough to kind of make them the cash work if it's a big deal. If it's a smaller deal, you no. can probably get by with some of those other guys. But I think Wiggins is going to have to be in it. Yeah. Um, so I think probably. he's kind of on borrowed time here. And I think if he plays really well and auditions himself well for another team, who, who could know? I think, I think he's kind of destined to be a tank commander on some bad teams.
0: Man, looking at these contracts, so just looking at Steph Curry's money he's going to make, my goodness, this year.
1: Oh, speaking of contractor you know what we didn't touch on on keynotes because I only just it came through not longer Kyrie yeah. not being offered an extension
0: yeah they took and, his
1: extension away
0: yeah and he came out today talking about how he's not going to retire he said it on Instagram live he's like don't believe what you're hearing I'm not retiring I'm not going anywhere so no, I, I
1: don't I'd all words from Kyrie mean fuck all to me
0: yeah 100% Ky- I could Kyrie, see him doing a Jordan couple years out of the league well, until Ky- all this
1: I, I don't think he'd come back Ky- Kyrie could tell me the sky is blue, and I still I need to make sure because I do not believe this dude for a second about anything. Yeah, that's like, fair. Man, she just great like, and now that, and this isn't like an anti-Kyrie thing because I I I like Kyrie. I don't. I like, like Kyrie him. too. Yeah. I like Kyrie. I liked Kyrie, I might say, but yeah. mean, the fact that he's been he's been kind of I think he thought he was going to get more support for this stand. Yeah, I thought he was going to get more, and then everyone kind of was like, "Oh, you're not going to pay me? I just got to get jabbed? Yeah, fucking jab me! Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, exactly. you realize people weren't actually that into, like, weren't actually that against it. I mean, a guy like Kyrie now doing the whole, "Well, oh, actually, I'm doing it for the people that you know that lost their jobs." Sure, that's you what are I'm doing it for, and like, it sounds good. Donate your
0: contract if you're doing it for the people that lost. Their
1: well, job. I mean, he's throwing it away for free, so yeah, true. I guess he's donating it. He's throwing half away. Um not playing home games. So man, imagine you imagine one of your big three not being able to play home games. Like they might have yeah. to tank in the playoffs so they don't get home court advantage. Home games and they probably might. Yeah.
0: probably a lot of California games as well. You're looking at yeah,
1: which is what four four teams in the league. Yeah. And I mean, there's plenty of states out there that, that'll pull out that'll pull down hard. Even New York's like in their division, like they're gonna yeah. play a lot of games against the Knicks. He's not gonna yeah. play like even if they start to lose a few of them. Um, yeah. I don't think it's going to matter because they're just going to have to get into the playoffs and do all right. But I think, I don't know what's going to happen, Kyrie. I thought he, I still do think he's going to get vaccinated and going to play. It wouldn't surprise me if he's vaccinated already. He hasn't come out and like, you know. Yeah, fully denied that he's not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if he's vaccinated already and just doing some shit for attention. And we'll see yeah. like Ben Simmons turns out wasn't fully vaccinated either. He has to go through the five-day protocol.
0: Man, oh, what ben is Simmons. doing? Nah, let's not even let's not even get into that. We're gonna no, touch a little on bit Ben Simmons, Simmons a couple little, of times. No, we're ben gonna Simmons. touch on him a couple of times. I think when we get into these West teams, I mean, I know you're gonna bring him up when we fucking talk about Sacramento. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, Because they're so. gonna trade
1: for him. Of course, I'm gonna talk. Okay, about Okay, we'll save Ben Kings Simmons talk for then. When we right, talk right? about Sacramento Kings, bro. Nah, you
0: say save Ben Simmons talk for that. Moving on uh, to the to the Houston Rockets. Look. They're going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a league pass team and there's going to be plenty of highlights. They could potentially get rookie of the year in Jalen green and most improved in, in Kevin Porter jr. Um, that's it. That is where it ends. There is, there is nothing else that I'm excited about with the Houston Rockets. They are not going to win very many games, especially when they move on from John wall. They may not win more than 20 games all year. Hmm. What are you, what are your thoughts?
1: Same, man. They got some dudes that this shit could go horribly... Yeah, hundred percent. Like you look at this team, right? And and at the moment, you're thinking about the Rockets. You're not looking at their roster. You're like, man, that's all right. Like they got Kevin Porter Jr., they got Jalen Green. I love Christian Wood, Jayson Tate. Shout out to the Kings. Um, yeah. But man, like some of this. Our
0: time, boy Dante
1: Exum. Dante Exum. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot they just signed Exum. But guys like John Wall, Eric Gordon, D.J. Augustine, brah. This t- the K.J. Martin, Daniel Teese. Yeah. This team is fucking rough. And I think if they're missing anything, I think. I don't think it's too out of order to say they're missing some skill, some good players. Like, Ooh, right. I, don't, I don't even think this is like, at least young teams normally like good for league pass, but this yeah. team is so bad. I'm not even going to league pass it. Like, well, I think I just, I'll league
0: pass a couple of their games. I don't, and I'll, I'll watch them if they're playing against teams that like, I want to watch like Dallas or like the Clippers or something like that. That's when I'll, that's when I'll really tune in and like break just, down their games. I just
1: don't think they're going to be competitive. Yeah. I just really don't think... They, they'll be fun, but they're, they're not going to be competitive. And I don't know. I mean, uh, John Wall, if he moves on that contract, fucking incredible
0: the fact yeah. that that keeps getting moved yeah. that's a, that's some steph curry money right there bro
1: if you can move like i don't believe this sh- anytime someone calls out oh this an untradable contract man fucking john wall is john wall. Chat, john
0: wall and russell westbrook like
1: the westbrook one i kind of get the john wall one is crazy to me at least westbrook plays
0: yeah that's Bruh, true
1: like at least at least westbrook's out here playing john Wall
0: got right? half a season in last year but
1: fucking about time like yeah. jesus man this team is half just, a season
0: for 40 million though
1: this team is rough and i mean they're versatile but in the worst way like dallas yeah. is versatile where everyone can play multiple positions pretty well they're versatile yeah. like these guys can just really score. play
0: they but, can score but they can't defend they can't defend they for can't shit. Defend. and that's what i've got that's what i've got for them that they really need like they need a real out and out center you got that as you said you got daniel tice you got christian wood like Who the fuck Is holding down the middle
1: If you lose one of them For a couple weeks It's gonna get It's gonna get gross Like you You see Daniel House At power forward
0: And who's their Who's their best wing defender Can you tell me Do they have a wing defender If I I just I don't think that they have anybody
1: I think it might Actually might be Jalen Green Really Eric Gordon And then he's got His little stumpy arms I don't know (laughs) Little well, I, you, do I don't. I don't know. Like tell that. me what they. I mean, I get it because they're tanking, and I understand this is not meant. This is a trust the process or that stuff. Like, yeah. what do they do well? Nah, not much. Like not like nothing. Do they like at least like when the Hornets were kind of bad? Like, I mean, even when they were really bad, they kind of were like fun. They had cool jerseys. I don't like the mm-hmm. Rockets jerseys. Yeah, I oh, mean, what do
0: you, f- do you what do you reckon about uh, Alper and Şengün? You reckon the the Turkish boy goes alright or?
1: Yeah, Shangguan might go. all right. we'll see. I
0: yeah, know. I, be, I don't know. It's, man. it's gonna, as you said, it's gonna be a tough, tough watching, and not so much of a hot take. I mean, John Wall's not going to be there in February. Just,
1: I mean, with Shangguan, just fucking play him. What's he? Yeah, exactly. What's he what do? You, what, you, what got you got to lose? What's he gonna do? Make you worse? Yeah, yeah what's he gonna fucking make you worse. I can't negative games. Like yeah. what? How the, <laughs> fucking play him, bro. Like they better can't play negative him, bro. games. He said, "Bruh, like just sho- shove Christian Wood to the fore. Get the hands yeah. on the ball a bit more." shangun nah, uh,
0: i reckon i reckon keep keep wood at the five and throw shangun at the four. fuck it also who cares
1: yeah i'm not gonna cares? watch to see who played the four or the five and we're gonna i'm not watching these games all right, all right all right let's move on then let's move on so the uh
0: <laughs> the the best team in the west are los angeles clippers um i've got them still what, as what, a did, did the lakers get kicked out the comp Nah, the, the los angeles clippers you're not are you listening no, you but said they're the best. Te- you said
1: they're the best teams. That must mean the Lakers aren't around anymore. They're the best team, because I love them. Okay, mm, you leave so me alone. So from one bad as- from from one bad team to another. Don't don't hit me
0: like that. I've got them as a tier two team. Okay, they are still going to be competitive. You're going to hear a little bit, especially coming off the year that he had at the end of last year. I think you're going to hear a little bit of Paul George for MVP. I think he's going to have like a little bit of that OKC magic. It's not going to hold up the whole season. I get that. We're probably only going to win about 45 games and we're going to just sneak into the six, but I've still got them as a tier two team. Tell me otherwise.
1: Tier two seems about right. Yeah, that's I right. I think you still got a guy like Paul George, um, I don't I don't know about the MVP call. Fuck, that's a massive call. I think he, I think he'll be be winding back the clock a while there. And I mean it was a good time when he was top three in MVP for a few years in a row. And he was he was kind of like if LeBron just wasn't quite as good as he was.
0: It, Bro, I'm talking did- but I'm talking OKC Paul George, where he had that big year, and he's coming off of playoffs where he was like putting up multiple 30 point games, 30 to 40 point games, especially against um The Suns there, where they were struggling for any kind of scoring, I think you're going to see the exact same thing. Sure, Marcus Morris is going to come into that Kawhi role, I think. And he's going to put up.
1: I think Justice Winslow picks. might come into that choir role. <laughs> he's
0: actually had a pretty good preseason. I like, like Justice I like, Winslow. I like what is, is, no, I know no, you've been hiring yeah. for years. Yeah. But what I'm saying is Marcus Morris Senior. He's going. I think he's going to be. He's my veteran pick to like to lead. And Terrence Mann is obviously going to grow as well. I think we're going to be running out of lineup of something like Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, uh, Marcus Morris Senior, Paul George, and like Zubac or Barker if he's healthy or you know whatever. That still wins you 45. 45- Games, does it I not? I don't know
1: about 40. I, I think they're in and around now. I think they'll make the playoffs. I think if some things don't break their way and they have a few injuries, they might be in the play in tournament. Mm. I just think because when you got one guy, we've seen that one guy is not enough, really, unless he is a guy like Luka Doncic. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um when, when they are full strength with Kawhi, they're definitely up there with the tier one teams. I think if if Justice Winslow can make a leap, I mean he's he's got a similar skill set to Kawhi. In terms of like what he does well, yeah. But you add in, I think, some really, really above average playmaking from Justice Winslow. I really like the playmaking from him. Um, And I mean, they're still a good team. Like, like this team's not going to really take nights off. I don't think. No, you got 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 some dogs. We got Bledsoe, Jackson, and PG three thirteen. Nick Batum, as you said, Marcus Morris and Serge, I, I would like a bit more strength in their big men. Like Batum mm. and Morris are kind of three fours and their fives are what, Serge and Zubach and... Zubach, have,
0: Harry Giles we've got as uh, well.
1: Yeah, I think I think if a few miss some time, you might be in trouble because you don't really have anyone to kind of come in. I don't think they'll buy anyone yeah. out unless they come out real guns blazing and somehow towards the end of the season, they're, you know, fourth or fifth seed, I think then possibly, but... um. Mm. Yeah, I think I think tier two is probably all right. I mean, I probably won't watch a lot of them.
0: Oh man, I'll be watching seventy plus. That's my team. I gotta watch them. But um, yeah, I think Terrence Mann takes another leap. I mean, he could be a smoky at, at most improved. Mm. Um, and I can mean he that, play?
1: Can he play much of the one, or can he shift down to a three? He's, he can.
0: To- he can play two or three, and he can probably defend one to four. Like he's oh. he's long. He's, yeah, he's really, really good. I'm a, I mean, without being a homer, I'm a big, big Terrence Mann fan. Because I do Um, think
1: that small forward, I do think the two forward spots are quite open for someone to come take him. So,
0: looking at this most improved on sports bet, he is $46. He's going to start like 50 plus games, I reckon. You reckon? I reckon the numbers could get him there. Chuck some cheeky on there. I'm a, I am. I'm going to chuck some cheeky on there. I'm going to throw some scratch some at that for on sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, my, my hot take for this is that uh, – well, I've got two really. Marcus Morris Sr., um, I reckon he'll return to like Nick's likes, num- Nick's like numbers where he was averaging close to 20 points per game uh, on uh, 44, 44, 80 splits. Like I think that, I think he could have a really big uptick um, in that regard, whether they play him the four and poor George at the three or, or however they want to play it. I think that he's forgotten about for his shooting ability, especially at his size. And I think because of that, it, you could be looking at us at like a sneaky top four, It, uh, you know, Talk, talk me out of it if you like yeah, No, nah, i don't think so i think i think the ceiling is as high as a top four like and i'm talking fourth but i think the floor as you, you're right is tenth i think there's a lot of a lot of middle ground
1: yeah I, I think the ceiling is is probably a little bit lower than four i could see him going five or six i think they got the guys but the cohesion as a team doesn't doesn't seem to really stick out for me. They don't kind of compliment each other as much as you would want. Like if you told me, even, even like with Bledsoe and Paul George or Freddie Jackson starts as an extra guard or Terrence Mann, like I, I don't know. And I think they're too thin with big men. I think honestly, like if you have a couple weeks where where you lose Surge and Zubach has to play huge minutes, whoever you're, because you're not just losing Surge and right, and you're just like, oh, the difference between Ibaka and Zubach isn't that much, if that's what you believe. It's then more like, well, then who's the second guy? What's the difference between Zubach and, you know, Giles or, or whoever else they have got there? Like,
0: Mm, I guess so. I just, I Uh, think you need to put a little bit more respect on Zubac's name. He's a decent center.
1: I mean, he's good, but I mean, I don't know. I just, I just don't think they're going to win. I think they're going to be competitive in a lot of games. I don't know if they're going to win a lot of games. I think they're going to piss a lot of the good West teams off. I think that's probably what their identity is going to be going in to like into this season. I think they'll be there. They won't give up. These guys think they still are, you know, on that level. I think they're going to push the Lakers. They're going to push all the other contenders around and and try and and try and get under their
0: skin. I think having a dog in Tyloo as a coach as well helps. I mean, he understands that like that dog mentality. So, um, I mean, they're the Clippers. I'm always going to be high on them. So, I'm um, I'm ready for this season. I'm I'm keen. Uh, moving down the hall, uh, the Lakers, wholly aged home, the real LA baby. Sure, okay. Um <laughs> look, I'm worried about a couple of things here with the Lakers. Obviously, like I'm I'm in everybody else's boat where I'm worried about the age stuff. We've talked about this before. Um, THT having that thumb surgery, that obviously hurts. That's way um, bigger
1: than the ARESA the ARESA thing. The yeah, Arisa yeah. Fuck the ARESA thing. I think the ARESA does, thing doesn't, Arisa a thing doesn't even matter. Areasa's not no, gonna no. play.
0: Areasa's done. Um, THT obviously having the thumb surgery, that's you know. That's a problem. Um, I could see someone like Malik Monk having a really big year. I mean he's finally around some some good talent that's going to get him the ball in the right spot. I mean Man, he's, he's going be fun. Yeah, I mean he's been playing in Charlotte like for before they had direction. you know what I mean now that they've got direction, he's on a Lakers team that has of course even more direction, you know what I mean like, mm. and, and someone like LeBron getting you the ball in the corner, like he's going be a, he'd be a better he's a better shooter than KCP but not as good as a a defender. So he's obviously going to put up points. I mean, you could see a couple, I think you could probably see a couple of 25, 30 point games from Malik Monk this year.
1: I think so too. He's going to come out of nowhere and play really well. And I think these guys are going to look different night tonight. They're quite versatile as well. Where AD, you know, he's, he is a, I think he's best at the five, but he kind of likes the four and he's great at the four. So he can shift down. Camelo and LeBron, uh, three fours. Taylor Horton Tucker, when he is back, it is, it is huge losing. It's huge losing him. Like, yeah. I know he's not that great of like a player. He's not held in that high of esteem, but like what they wanted from him, they're going to miss. But you can see the
0: mold though. Like, you can see him being a one through four. You know yeah, think?
1: exactly, and I think I think this team's is pretty versatile. Malik Monk's like a one, or it could be like an even undersized three all the way through Ellington mm-hmm. Westbrook. This team's going to be so different night to night, depend on who's resting, uh, yeah. who's you know load. But low. when
0: you've got the three-headed dragon that is Westbrook, Davis, and LeBron, or three sixty, whatever the fuck, I'm they call so each
1: curious other. how how if they're going to pl- how much they're going to play together. Yeah, like is, is it they're going to start and then like.
2: And then will stagger. And, like, someone like, will score then, heaps
1: in the first and then someone yeah, else will score heaps in like, the second. I would imagine if they did that, you would have to go, like, they do that and then LeBron comes out pretty quick and you bring in Carmelo or someone. Yeah. like, Or bring in Dwight and Shift AD down. Like, I think either way, it's fucking crazy. Like, the, the teams to end this as well will depend on depend on the matchup. And who's hot. And, and who's hot. And I think that, that's a good thing about this team. And, I mean, at the end of the day, this team's not judged until – until June, I think. I think 100%. you can't judge this team until the se- until they're done, whether that be they win or they're eliminated. Um, yep. They're also they're also not done as well. Like who they get in the buyout market is gonna be fucking insane. Like we'll end up at some point being like, man, they just need one more kind of wing guy. They'll get a wing guy. Oh, yep. they need one more shooter. They'll get they'll get the guys. Like is yeah, buyout yeah. market is what it is now. Um, it's just I'm just curious. I'm kind of, I'm more excited. I'm more curious than I think I am excited for this team. Yeah, like, I don't think they're going to be that exciting of a team to watch. I don't plan on watching a lot of Lakers games, if I'm being honest with you. Just like it's going to be a lot of half court sets. It's going to be a lot of half court stuff. It's going to be oh, bang, bang, Carmelo. There you go on the elbow. Like AD going to work. West Westbrook's always fun to watch. I'm a big Westbrook guy. Um, I just think it's going to be. I'm just curious how it all fits. Yeah, like, I don't like. I can kind of. You can see it's there, and you can see if if these guys are you know, clicking and they've got Westbrook, LeBron and AD all on the floor, like out of the 10 guys on the court, that's, I mean, it'd be hard pressed to find three guys. Like they're probably top five out of the top 10, right? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent.
0: Um, one guy that I think is gonna like really prosper from from this kind of team is, is Dwight Howard. I think funnily enough, he's gonna run that secondary unit. Him and Rondo are gonna run the secondary unit. And we and, haven't I mean, even touched see, on Rondo yet. Yeah, haven't even touched him. But it I mean, you could see you could see the growth that Dwight's had the last couple of years, and even the year that he had at, at the 76ers last year, a team that was, you know, first in the east and, and comp- like for a long time there and competing. Um, but you know, and with Joel going down, that helps. But he had he had really good numbers, and I could see him in like a twenty five plus minute per game kind of role, averaging a double double off the bench. What do you reckon?
1: I mean, he has the best skill that anyone on this team can have. Knows how to play with LeBron. Yeah, yeah. He knows 100. how to play with LeBron. I think that's such an underrated thing. Same as Rondo. And, I actually, and I actually think they've got a really like they've got a really good balance of those guys, like AD knows how to play with LeBron. Dwight Howard knows how to play with LeBron. I think DeAndre Jordan's going to be a revelation this year too. I think... I think. I reckon LeBron's going to make him look good. Mm. I think he's going to make... I don't think... Revelation's a strong word.
0: That's... That is...
1: That's a a touch strong. I think he's going to have a good year. That's probably way more accurate. How much is Sportsbet paying for DeAndre Jordan to have a good year, quote unquote?
0: Uh, A good year? Uh, (laughs) I don't think they run that market. Sportsbet, make the odds. Uh, Also... Because you've got me scrolling. Uh Tease, $91 at most improved player.
1: No, I'm all right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but anyway, I mean, this, this, yeah, this Moving team knows how to
1: play with LeBron, like Carmelo, yeah. uh, Westbrook. Uh, it's just if Westbrook, like what role Westbrook plays. If Vogel yeah. and LeBron can get him to buy into this look during the regular season... Go, go eat, go get your stats, do what you want to do. Grab your rebounds, put up your bricks, do what you Mm. want to do. But when it comes playoff time, you're defending, you're cutting, you're setting. If he's imagine a LeBron James, right? LeBron James Westbrook screen. I know you could go LeBron AD, but LeBron Westbrook with LeBron as the ball handler would actually be pretty scary. Yeah, it would be yeah, like, 100%. because you can space out. And I mean, worst case, he's got AD hanging around the rim too. Like, I think that would actually be a play. And I think Frank Vogel's a good enough coach who can, who can come up with some of these schemes. And I think they trust LeBron enough too.
0: Yeah, hundred um, percent. I've also got Westbrook as a question mark. I mean, can can you give us a Westbrook from a few years ago that won the MVP? Um, even you know, even a portion of that, right? Um, I just think that he's had a bit of like a downward spiral, jumping, team hopping the last couple mm. of years. Um, but if he can be let's say 75% of his MVP season or 70% of his MVP season, you've got two other generational talents there in Dwight Howard and Rondo. No, I'm kidding. In (laughs) in (laughs) Ron and AD um, that, you know, that that makes it a a three-headed dragon.
1: Well, I mean, I think Westbrook's gonna have to play different to his MVP year. I'm just saying. Like I know, that I know what. Yeah, is. I know. Yeah. I just, I, I think that he he doesn't have to play with that much intensity when yeah. it matters, and I yeah. think that's gonna help. I think he. He, he could, I know we say this about Westbrook every single stop, man, he could do this. He's like, theoretically, this works. And I mean, he's one of those guys that gets everyone so excited and then just yeah. is Westbrook. But I think this does kind of help with his age. And as you said, the decline he's kind of have, like he doesn't have to be as athletic. He doesn't have to do as much and, yeah. still, and be more effective. Yeah. So it's interesting. I'm going to be interested to see if maybe he starts the season. I think they're going to start slow. And yeah. I think I think we're gonna we're gonna get to Christmas and go, oh, the Lakers are the Lakers, like how, how like we knew that we should have known this was gonna happen. You put all these old boys in, they blow out whoever's playing on Christmas. Yeah. And then yeah. they kind of start the season from there.
0: Yeah, I uh I think there's a lot to be said for, for Westbrook being more of a seventeen, seven and seven guy than a twenty-five, ten and ten guy. You know what I mean? Um I think I think that's gonna prove that he's buying into that into the system that they're um, saying. I think they are still a trade away. I think Malik Monk, uh, I've I've said that Malik Monk is going to be good, but I don't think he should be your starting shooting guard. I think they need an out and out absolute flamethrower. Sure. Malik Monk could prove me wrong. I think he's going to put up some really good numbers, but I think you need a flamethrower that you can trust every single night.
1: Yeah. I don't know if they trade or they just get a buyout. Yeah. I don't think they got the pieces to trade. I think it will just be some veteran that gets bought out that joins them. Bring back Monte Ellis.
0: That boy could shoot. Bring him back. Why not? Anyway, moving on. uh, The next team, uh, I'm keen on this team. I'm fucking keen. The Memphis Grizzlies. I've got them in in tier two. They're at the bottom of tier two, but I've got them in tier two. And one, one reason only. Triple J. Triple J is coming back. Jaron Jackson Jr. is coming back. He looks healthy. He looks like he's lost a bit of weight. He's moving really, really well. He... We haven't seen a full season of Triple J and Ja Morant. Like, sink that. Sink that in your head. Ja Morant has been a superstar by himself. Triple J's had half a season of being a superstar by himself. We haven't seen a season them together. Holy shit. This could, this could be so much fun. It could push. I reckon it could push Morant to be a, a sneaky for MVP. Wow. I, I, I honestly I do. I honestly do. Because I think they're going to be a, a, a top six finish. And I think Morant could be a sneaky for MVP because he's proving that he can shoot. He's shooting, he's shooting more off the dribble and you're going to get what one and a half to assist more per game with triple J sitting in the corner or sitting on the block, mm. you know, then, um, you know, you're looking at some really good splits, then really, really good splits. Talk me out of it though. Come on. I know you want to, <laughs>
1: just Don't think they have the supporting cast to be a tier to be an actual tier two team. I think they could be a fringe tier two team. I know you said you got them down the bottom. Um, I mean, you got Dylan Brooks, slow mo Kyle Anderson, Stephen Adams. Like, I I, I think Morant and Triple J are going to be really, really good. I think Morant is going to have a great year, especially after the disappointing end to last year. Yeah. I just think the guys around him are not enough. I don't know if you could get enough for it. Like mm. you look at that, you kind of look at the guys they got hanging around the guard position like at some minutes, like Tyus Jones, Chris Dunn, DeAndre Melton. Like it's is I, I don't know if that's enough. And even even at the wings, like I like Jared Culver, he's young. But then you got yep. Slow Mo and Desmond Bain. Right. Uh, Pat-
0: Trust me on this, Desmond Bain's gonna have a big year. I'm calling yeah. it now. He's gonna have a big year. Him and Xavier Tillman. There, there's are some young dudes to keep an eye on. I'm telling you, I'm right. calling it right. now.
1: I, ju- I just think that I just think the um the supporting cast isn't as good. I think the superstars mm. are as good. I think if they were if they were to hit what everyone's kind of hoping they hit this year, Morant and Triple J. I think yep. on on any basketball court they would probably be you know two of the top five guys on the court. Yeah. And yeah. I just I just don't know if I just don't know if then sometimes you need to rely on your teammates. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, but I think I think if they, they would be happy, honestly. I think if they come out next year, those two superstars are super and they can kind of have a bit more clarity going into next year.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what I'm what I'm suggesting here, right? Back on my back on my jar for MVP, possibly. Oh, I've still got Giannis taking it, but back on my jar for MVP, possibly. If he goes up six points a game, taking him to about 25. If Memphis then end up winning close to 50 games, if they go grit and grind and win close to 50 games. That's a lot gets, of games. I know that's a lot of games. He gets two to three, two assists more. He's then sitting on 25 points per game, nine assists. And if he can take his three-point shooting, if he still averages four attempts and can get up around the 1.7, 1.8 makes, he's laughing. I think, I think you got a real chance there
1: at being a sneaky for MVP. You lost me when you went to the, to the points. The points? When you you, went don't, to reckon, the you point. don't reckon he's going to have 25? <laughs> no, when you lost me when I you, oh, you go to the point 0.7 or the point 0.8, you lost me there.
0: Oh, right. Okay. 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 I, I
1: I think he's going to be good. I think I always like the sneaky for MVP like topic. I yeah. think he's going to be really good. I think he'll get some traction at some point if he has a good month, if he throws together a yeah. few good weeks. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to win 50 games though I don't think I think this team is good but I don't think they're good enough I think they'll be in the playing tournament and they'll make some noise they'll annoy the top I think these guys are going to be annoying the top teams I think Morant is going to come out and want to win every single time he's on steps on the floor yeah I think they're going to annoy the top teams but 50 games is a lot of wins man like and the same thing is like the thing with the teammates not being good enough is it's like, yeah, their their top flight team is not that great. But if they lose like just one injury for two months, you know, like Carl Henderson, you know, does his ankle or, you know, does his hand or something. Like they're 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 really short in some key positions there.
0: Yeah, yeah, possibly. All right. Well, I, I think I think one thing that they are really missing is like championship presence. I think they need a I think they need a guy Eudonis Haslam esque, obviously not Haslam. He's way past, you know, that. But him being in the locker room for the Heat is massive, right? I think I think they need that kind of guy, even whether it's in the locker room or in the front office. I mean, you look at Utah, you've got you got Dwayne Wade in there now, right? Like you've got a guy that's that's been that there shit is several,
1: crazy to me still.
0: Yeah. You've been you've got a guy that's been there several, several times and he's gonna help with that kind of growth. I think that they I think that they need that. But all in all, I mean, I've got Memphis finishing top six. Um and Talk and great six. yeah Ooh. and great great growth in uh, Desmond Baines, Xavier Tillman and Triple J. We'll
1: have to check back in halfway through the season. See yes how fucking wrong we were. Except for bet. my except for my DeAndre Jordan take that is pretty solid.
0: <laughs> well, we haven't even got to Larry Nance yet. Um, right, moving you, on to the mate,
1: we still got two hours by the time we get to the Trailblazers. This is not a short <laughs> podcast, gentlemen. <laughs>
0: This is this is lengthy. Moving on to the Minnesota Timberwolves, this is when we get into like our, our drop off, right? These guys are clear and away tier three for me.
1: Right. Can I use this can I use the time for this team for my Larry Nance one? Because we're just can we just yeah. skip these to we get we'll,
0: to... Well Let's let's fly through it, okay? I think Josh Okoge <laughs> is going to have a good year, all right? He had a pretty decent Olympics, played for Nigeria. Um, he, he played really well alongside uh, dudes like Gabe Vincent and, and Precious Achuya. Uh, well, all
1: those Nigerian guys impressed me too.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I'm hoping that that translates over to the mm. NBA. I mean, they. I think one of the, the big things that the Timberwolves are missing are a 3 and D wing. And I think that Kogi is young enough to turn his game into that kind of uh, more the D than the 3. Um, he, he's long enough and he could be a very good defender. What anything happened in the offseason that you like about the Timberwolves, you're allowed to say no. Um yeah, not
1: that particularly. Sounds like a no. No, it is what it is. <laughs> the Timberwolves are what they are. Like like if if they're competitive and they're banging around the playoffs, I'll be happy. Like I mean, yeah. any team I just don't think Carl Carl Towns is like the guy at all. No. I just don't think like, man, even coming through like big dude shooting three it's like yeah we see this but like what what does it do this I I don't know I don't know and I get the appeal and he's a nice guy and he's been through some shit this year so there's like it's hard and maybe you'll take the step now it takes we've seen that it takes a little bit longer for these big guys to develop yeah Yeah. but I just don't think him on his own would be great and him with D'Angelo I don't know I mean the fact that they keep like Talking about Ben Simmons and then oh we want to hold on to this guy oh no we want to hold on to this guy man like if they got a chance to get a guy like Simmons blow that shit up get him like come yeah, get, get him man like, yeah, exactly it's crazy man and I mean it make, is what make it Simmons is.
0: your your front right make yeah. Ant your second and make Cat your third because I think if Cat is a third on any team that is a championship team <sighs> just just think about it now if you swapped Cat for Brook Lopez on that Bucs team game over no one would touch the Bucks
1: and you know what I don't think the Wolves would get that much worse. No, they wouldn't.
0: I don't think they would either. <laughs> I don't think they would get that because Brook Lopez has got the post game that Karl Anthony Towns and,
1: and, and I think those guys like Russell and Beasley and Edwards would probably they'd make up the points.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, exactly. You know. Unleash those guys a little bit. Karl Anthony Towns looks better because he's getting more open threes. But my hot take is that either D'Lo or Cat is going to be off this team. By February, by the trade deadline.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think one of them goes. I mean, you'd be gutted if you're one of them when you came together, to play with your friends. Yeah, we're going to get Devin Booker. And then Chris Ball comes in and fucking adopts him. Like, yeah, how's that going to work? Like, I don't know, man. Just a crazy team. Like Ann Edwards, I didn't really know much about him coming into the draft. I laughed when you know everyone tried kind of tried to call him out for saying he like football better and he you know, yeah he's like I like football and he could better. have
0: been a baseball player. Yeah, he's like
1: he's like football's better, but I don't get hit in basketball, and you guys pay me way more money to play basketball. So yeah. let's go play some ball. Like I kind yeah. of respected that. Like I didn't mind it, and he came out. And he's, he's just hilarious. He's he's like he's just hilarious guy. I yeah, love him, he's know, a, he's, um, a,
0: he's a good watch on and, and off the a, court.
1: Yeah, and he's a guy you could probably keep as your centipede. I'd rather keep him over Cat anyway. If I'm keeping one guy on this team, and it'd be it'd be Ant Man.
0: Yeah, it's it's a bit like Utah where you you question where the direction is is going. You know what I mean?
1: I, yeah, I know that it's kind of hard. Like the unknowns always scary. Like if you do get rid of Cat and Russell, mm. and you kind of like, oh shit, what do we do now? We have got this kid who's like 20 years old. Where do we go here? But sometimes it's bet. Like, I mean. But you're still only winning 30 games.
0: You move on and get some more mid-level players. You're still only winning 25 games. Like, it it doesn't hurt you all that much, as you said. I I
1: just don't think they got the grit. Anytime a game like, Ant-Man's got it, I think. I think if a game gets tough, him and even like a Koji too. And they got Pat Beverly. So there's the DNA there. A couple of dogs, yeah. the, The DNA is definitely there of like, give me a fuck ball. Let's do this. Like, But I think when it's not your superstars, it's hard, man. Yeah. Well it's not D Lo and it's not cat digging deep. It's not yeah. gonna it's not gonna happen, man. man. I would it's,
0: love to see some Brooklyn D Lo in this team. Like the the ice in my veins. Give me the big shot. I wanna take the big shot. I wanna see that D Lo. I don't wanna I think, see uh, this passive, I, like I'm I, just gonna get my eighteen and then not give a fuck after this.
1: I, I think he kinda came here and was like, Carl man, this is your team. I'll be your guy. We'll do this together and like Carl needs a guy to be like, let's run bro let's do this he saw with jimmy butler jimmy Butler. yeah jimmy butler grabbed him by every bitty ad and pulled him up into the playoffs and said this yeah. is the young man this is how we are playing and cat kind of just went okay, okay. mr butler yeah okay, mr. Butler, let's <laughs> anything for like you this. mr butler yeah and i mean if man if that happens Ant Man's doing that to cat bro that i don't know Yeah,
0: that could be big all right well moving on Moving yeah, on, I mean, on, there's not much. There's not much to talk about there. Uh, this team, there's not much to talk about either. I mean, the New Orleans Pelicans. I got them as as tier four. I've got them uh, like even below the Timberwolves. They got, I think they got way worse losing Lonzo. I mean, you replace Lonzo with Devontae Graham and Tamar Sadaransky, who, uh, I mean, we've said it a lot this pod. Do you but practice Tamar? Nah. Uh, <laughs> we've said a lot this pod, but Sadoransky, he had a good, he had a good Olympics. I mean, he he played well even in the like the pre-league games against Canada and stuff like that. Like he did mm. he did well. He shut those Canadian boys down and they got some dogs on that Canadian team. So look uh, Vontae Vonte is arguably a better scorer than Lonzo, but Lonzo just gives you so much. He gives you so, so much. And I, I don't think that they get, you know, when you combine Vontae, uh Tomas and Mikhail Alexander Walker all together, I still don't think that you end up with Lonzo. You know what I mean?
1: Like Yeah, I, I love um Thomas. I think Thomas. he's good. I uh, But I think he's a great backup guy who leads your second unit and can and can plug some gaps for you for a couple of weeks during injury. Yeah. If you come out with him starting, Devontae Graham, I like too, but kind of think It's just such a it's such a weird fit. Like, yeah. Who are their three best players? Like Ingram, Zion, and Jonas, really? Like, I guess. Yeah, or you, or, you, or you, you Yeah, you could make the argument that Graham or Maybe Nikhil, if he takes a big step this year, could be the yeah. third, but just a weird fit. And I think um, David Griffin is probably on the hot seat, I think, as a GM, honestly. And I think I think what helps David Griffin and his team keep going is that the owners don't care about basketball. Yeah. The owners own the Saints, and they kind of just got given this team by, like, default. Yeah. And I'm um, yeah. pretty sure he passed away. It's the wife now. And the wife, like, she's into football. She doesn't a fuck about basketball. Like, Yeah,
2: exactly. And I think
1: they can kind of go under the radar. But, man, this team's disappointing and, like, it's... I don't know if Zion's gonna take the leap. I don't know. Like, well, bro, they're talking I about think, Zion not even being back till late November
0: till Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, speaking of Thanksgiving, that boy been eating. How's, oh, he, keep, how's he keep getting bigger?
0: I don't know, bro, he I just don't know. They keep bigger. saying you got to get leaner, and he's just getting bigger. Like, yeah, it's bigger, just, man. I,
1: I think, I think someone will unlock him eventually. Yeah. I just don't know what it is. It's complicated and it's hard because he's got he, you see the pieces there, and holy shit, you remember that debut where he scored like four three pointers in a row, but I thought yeah. it was it. I was like, this this dude it's is the only like- four he scored all season. Uh, yeah.
0: Basically. <laughs> I know oh, right. It's only the only game where he shot multiple threes or made multiple threes. I'm sorry. I
1: I, I don't know what, what the go is with him. And Ingram's the same kind of thing. He needs to kind of be unlocked where is he like is he initiating the offense? What's he doing? I mm-hmm. think Zion. I mean, you could almost just bite the bullet and play Zion at the, at the five for a lot of time. Yeah. I think I you'd you have should. to. That's what I would do. Like, what do you really gain playing him? I would play him at the five, honestly. Like, if I've got yeah. this team, play him at the five, i shift Ingram down to the four, I guess. Yeah. I'll find a way to get Hart or Walker into that starting lineup, maybe even both. Yeah. With Graham. And I mean, with that's Onfair, kind yeah. of your best... That's kind of your best line that's your top
0: five guys, yeah. And
1: I think that would probably be my close, unless you're playing against an Embiid.
0: Yeah, then you need Jovi um, out there.
1: And then you put Jovi out there, but he's great for this to be like a situational big and same thing. He kind of starts and after a few minutes, like he doesn't he doesn't end the game, but he's quote unquote a starter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm cool for them to do that. And Zion doesn't get as if he gets a couple quarters a game not getting banged down at center, that's good in the long term. That's all right. Yeah,
0: but but he's a like he's a he's a mammoth. Put him on the block. And, yeah, then, play like, and, the fact and that then face up and just dunk on some people. It's
1: Yeah. His offense isn't just even relying on scoring, man. He's a great passer. And I think yeah, he's, fantastic. Just, he's got the confidence and him and Lonzo together, were making sweet, sweet music. And I think they're going to regret like not having Lonzo on that team anymore. Yeah, not I mean, matching, as we yeah. said, the five guys are kind of there that could play Alexander Walker. Like he could be good. Josh Hart is pretty good. He's like the fifth guy kind of plug and play. Yeah. But I mean, they just got to work out their lineup. So I, I don't know if they would. I think unlocking Zion is moving him to the five.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh my hot take for this team is that I don't think they're gonna be in double digit wins until twenty twenty two. They've got thirty six games between the start of the season and twenty twenty two, and I don't think they hit ten wins before twenty twenty two. They're gonna be
1: shit. My hot take is Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson, will, either one will not end the year in a Pelican uniform. Oh, I, I don't know like what's going to happen, but I think there's going to be some I noise. Think, I think Zion's going to push. There seems to be a lot of stuff in his camp already, which is crazy. He's fucking yeah. one year in his camp, like, let's start winning. It's like, boy, Relax. you got picked first. What yeah. did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Like,
0: can't only be LeBron James. like man. Yeah,
1: man. Holy. Even he was
0: dragging, even he Bruh. was dragging boys by Bruh. the time.
1: If you want to win, start winning, boy.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, if
1: you want to win. Exactly. But I mean, I don't know. I think there's going to be some noise. I don't think they'll trade him. They've, they've got him for another, what, seven years, the way the contracts kind of work, like mm. the way they can keep him. I think Ingram's probably on the move and I think, the key is he needs to. I don't think he's like a guy who needs all that attention and like kind of yeah. initiating the offense and run the offense. I think he's a guy, a good supplementary guy. I think a yeah. team will pick him up and he'll do well. And I think you. he's.
0: I think he's a lot like the CJ McCollum, right? Well, he has that? He has that breakout like most improved team, uh, mm. like year, but is then like probably like if you're a really good team, he's your third best option. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you need a, you definitely yeah. need a superstar and then a star before you get to Brandon Ingram. He's a dude that can make an all-star team and can put up really empty stats on a, on a shit team, but yeah, he's not the guy. He's not
1: I, the mean, guy. I mean, I mean, I didn't say it when we we're talking about the Grizzlies because you're just bricked up and in the way, but I think, <laughs> um, I think they could use a wing guy. And if, I mean, if they could get Ingram, it'd be good. But, I mean, it will probably involve trading Stephen Adams to make the salaries work. And, man, imagine Oops. that back and forth. Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. Why what are you going right? to do that
0: to me, saying I'm bricked up about the Grizzlies?
1: Right. Just try brick it up out of the way. Get out of the way, boy. <laughs>
0: It's not that big. You know you can move it. Yeah. Uh, okay, it moving on. The moving <laughs> on. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, another Tier 4
1: team for me. Speaking of being bricked up, Josh Giddy, my boy.
0: Oh, Josh giddy yeah. Big, big homer pick. He had a massive – had a big game today. Uh, shot – I think he shot 60% from the field. It was – yeah, it was he, beautiful. He looked good, good doing see. it too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did Whew. look good doing it. Uh, but, yeah, talking about, okay, see Thunder, I mean – I don't think there's much like not to be excited about. I'm excited for a whole bunch of these dudes. And, and I mean, there's still a couple of years away, but like Sheik Ilgis, uh, Darius Baisley, Isaiah Roby, uh, Alex Poker like Josh Giddy, like Poku. Poku, Poku, like Lou Dort, Lou Dort. Yeah. Lou Dort. Bruh. I reckon he could be a sneaky for, for most improved as well. Right. Um, is this team,
1: the, is this team like the goat name team? hundred. Tiger Rome. Yeah. Um, Shay Gildress Alexander Lou Dort that yeah. <laughs> nah, Not just uh, Lou like Dort Lou Gwens Dort Gabriel Deck Isaiah Roby Darius Baisley's underrated I think too Yeah bro He's gonna oh, And he's always gonna fun name year. to say Mike Muscala Oh the big moose Even DJ Wilson's a fun name to say
0: Yeah man They got
1: they, He sounds like a really average comedian
0: Yeah they This was a got tangent
1: some... But just And they got Aaron Wiggins Trey man What's she's going on here man They got-
0: <laughs> <laughs> But they, uh, yeah, I think they definitely got some talent. Um, I got Shay taking another big leap. I mean, the dude only played 35 games last year because they wanted to lose. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> plantar fasciitis, my ass. They not- just, what, you're putting up 24 points a game? Nah, we're going to sit you down.
1: Uh, they were like, oh, fuck, we're actually good. Yeah, holy <laughs> were shit. like, holy shit, we we're good. We've man. got a potential
0: once in a generational player on our hands and uh, we need to sit him. Uh, but think,
1: yeah, th- go on. I-, I think this is where they stop the tanking. You reckon? I don't think they go another year tanking. They've got still got picks up the arse, don't they? Yeah, true. They of do. other teams. And now now it's not so much as they control their destiny. It's yeah. more like even if they're shit, it depends on the picks that they got. And I, I love Josh and Shea, Gildas Alexander being together. I think they're yeah. really their skill sets skill sets overlap really well. Yeah. They do I a do lot of the same things really well, but they're things that you can do where the guy next to you can do them too. Yeah. Like you can't have too much passing and playmaking and high IQ basketball.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, yeah, I've got, I mean, I love Josh being there as well. Uh, I, I think he, it's, he's going to be overshadowed in, in, uh, okay. So he, like, he's not going to get enough, enough looks to to possibly uh, get rookie of the uh, year. He's not going to get the highlights for it, but I do I think, think this,
1: Shea, go gone. I was going to say, I think that's good for him long-term. Yeah. Not getting probably. that. I think he hasn't like, he hasn't played a competition. He didn't play college. Um, he played like AIS and he played for 36s over here in the NBL like i think i think he will need that time to kind of do it and shay's the perfect mentor for him i mean mentor and being what 22 23 yeah like crazy but i mean it is what it is Shea's a good guy he can learn off and that's just that whole team is just versatile Everyone's out here just they're, they're positionless for sure
0: yeah 100% um my uh my out there uh, statement: My hot take is uh, Shea will make the All Star team. Uh, he'll and he'll I don't even a,
1: think that's hot take. I, I like that take.
0: He'll make a he'll make a uh, he'll take another big leap. I mean, as I said, in 35 games last year, he averaged close to 24 points per game, six assists, five rebounds on 51 42 81 shooting. Um, it's yeah. Uh, the the one thing I mean the one really big thing that I think that they need, they've got a lot of like really decent mid-level talent. I think like the Memphis Grizzlies have, but I think they need a Batman to Shea being Robin. Like they need another one of those. Like Chris Paul was perfect at that. That's why they made the the inroads that they made, right? Um, you need another guy like that, I think. And I think that being a wing guy, if you've got like a Kawhi or a LeBron on this team, ooh, watch out.
1: I think having that you have these guys a tier four, I think they're a tier three team. I think they're a tier above. I think Shay is the type of guy that makes his teammates just raises their ceiling like you wouldn't believe. I'm happy to be wrong. I, I think I think they're gonna be higher and I think they're probably a few moves away as well. I think that um, Sam Presti isn't a guy. He, he w- would have seen what happened to Boston. We touched on it, what happened to Denver, where they had these young guys who are pretty good on the fringes, didn't do anything with, came yeah. to contract time. We just don't pay him. And then they're gone, right? I think yeah. he's going to turn, he knows the guys that he wants to keep. He's going to turn over some expirings. I don't think they're going to be like fantastic, fantastic, but I think they're going to be knocking around in the play in tournament.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll cop that. I can cop that. Um, all right. Well, moving on. The the Phoenix Suns getting closer to your uh, getting closer to your Trailblazers, my friend. Oh, so uh, the Phoenix Suns, um, they're a Tier One team. I've got them in the top, in the creme de la creme of the Western Conference. Um, I mean, where where do I begin? Devin Booker, he's going to take more of a leap. Chris Paul is fucking Chris Paul, one of the greatest point guards that you and I have ever seen play the game. DeAndre Ayton, he's going to take another leap, especially being in a contract year. After, you know, he wants to prove himself that he's in that Luca mold and Trey Young Mold, then you know, you gotta take a big leap. You gotta earn that contract, son. I mean, you had a good, you had a good offseason, but you didn't really do too much in the regular season. They signed a guy like Landry Shamit. They needed another shooter off the bench. You couldn't really rely on Cam Payne and Cam Johnson to a lot of Cam's on this team, Cam Payne yeah. and Cam Johnson to to give you that three-point threat. Landry Shamit is a career 43% shooter, 40%, 3% shooter. Um it's yeah, it's I I love a lot of things about Phoenix. A lot of things. I, I think I'm a Closet Phoenix fan to be fair. Uh
1: I, I I agree man. Like they made the finals and they didn't get worse. Yeah. In fact, they, they improved in yeah, they improved in the in the one situation they needed where they just needed someone big to take some of those center minutes. Mm. You got Javale and say what you want about Javale, but he's if I'm going to get a guy to do that, it's going to be Javale or Dwight Howard. They three went time out and,
0: MVP. And they went uh, out. Three got, time MVP. Three time NBA champion. Jamal McGee. Like maybe it. fucking three time
1: Shaq MVP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this team's really good. And as you said, that guard depth is crazy. You got Booker, Shamit, Paul, um, Payne played well, even Alfred Payton. Like, and they just, the, the team made the finals last year. pushed the Bucks to six and they mm. improved. I don't, I don't, all these teams saying, oh, I think they were like a year early. This now, I mean, a lot of this depends on Chris Paul's health. And whenever that yeah. gets involved, that's, you know, that's a bit shaky. Um, yeah. I just think... I think they're going to rely a lot on DeAndre and Bridges and Booker during the regular season and kind of unleash Chris Paul a bit more during the playoffs. Yeah, good. Uh, but Do I it. like him. I, I wouldn't surprise me if this team's back in the Western Conference Finals against the um against the Lakers. i probably pick these two to finish top two in the Them and the Lakers yeah. to finish top two. Maybe not Lakers finish top two in the West. But they're the two best teams in the West. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me if Phoenix get in the first seed again. Yeah, no,
0: it wouldn't surprise me either. I mean... It- <laughs> They're fantastic. Uh, and Yeah. As you, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. They didn't get any worse. They got better. They got a better center. They got better shooting. Mm -hmm. And um, if they can, as you said, keep to that formula of let the other two eat during the regular season. And then Chris Paul kind of rest a little bit, play that Kawhi kind of leadership role where he, you know, doesn't play back to backs or whatever and, and rest those hamstrings and that knee. then he's going to be, he's going to do what he does in the playoffs. And we saw that last year. He got his first full healthy season in the playoffs and uh, even out with COVID protocols, every time he was on the court, he was the most influential player. Yeah, he, and he, he ran that entire system for them, and they got to the finals.
1: And so, th- they improved without making it too big of a shake. They yeah, didn't come exactly. in and bring in a starter. They didn't go and come in who's yeah. going to upset things. They brought in a guy who's going to come in. All it counts is he's a fantastic teammate, JaVale. Everyone who's mm. ever spoken about JaVale, and even I you saw Team USA, everyone was loving it. He had the video camera hours, good times. Like, they, they, they improved in the best way possible.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, get the woodies out.
1: Is it time or I am it's time.
0: up? It's time. So welcome to halfway through the podcast. Uh, <laughs> we've now hit the tier three team of the Portland Trailblazers. Now, I've got them tier three because... Because they've only got, got one changed? Larry Nance. What changed? Like, seriously, I mean, all jokes aside, Larry Nance is a good signing, but this is still a subpar team with, that that is, that is hiding an MVP caliber player in... Damian Lillard. Uh, I think they got better defensively by signing Chauncey Billups over Terry Stotts. But other than that, like... As coach, not as player. He's not Yeah. them back up. Like, what, what, the, what the fuck is going on here? Like, nothing happened. We spent this whole offseason of, you know, CJ might lead. Like, they might push on from CJ. Dame is overdoing the Olympic thing and, you know, isn't happy. Oh, wait, now he is happy. Oh, wait, now he isn't happy. Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, I think they're just giving it one more go, isn't it? Like... With these teams, you never know when th- when that could be your last run. Yeah, you never know when you could, you know. Oh, we'll, we'll trade these guys. We'll do a quick little rebuild, retool. It'll be good to go in five years. You know, fifteen years later, a fucking Knicks like. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like. You don't know when it could be your last. I think they're or holding Knicks. on. Yeah. I think they re- they're and like all jokes aside, Larry Nance is going to be a great acquisition for this team. Yeah, but he's going to be
0: fantastic. I, I, I... <sighs> starting four, and he's going to back up the five. Like he's going to be, he's going to be <sighs> really, really good.
1: I just have a hard time believing that Dame and CJ are both going to be in a Blazers jersey next year, even at the end of this year. I think they need to start hot. If they start cold, we're going to start seeing some, and you know, all accounts out of Philly is that um, they're waiting for something like this to happen or something in Washington to happen. And they're waiting for a Dame Lillard or they're waiting for a Brad Beal to say, yeah, nah, cool. I'm out. And I mean, Mm. this team with, Ben Simmons isn't that good, but, I mean, you can you can retool. That's the whole point of it. Um, the team's going to be good. It's going to be a playoff team. It always is a playoff team. And, I mean, it's much like the team we'll get to in a minute, the Jazz. But uh, they, they don't scare me. I mean, you can beat them with size. You can beat them out wide. You, there, there are definitely ways to beat them. The blueprint, the blueprint is there and just – how many times can you do this? Really, like this has to yeah. be it, right? Like, even, it's not even a full season. Like, if you get to if you get to near the trade deadline, and you feel this isn't it, man. Like, you just try and maximize and get what you can for those guys and look for the future.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree with you. I I, I actually think this team is play in bound. I don't know if they play off bound. Um, whether that's seven the seven ex- or the eight, I think eight. the
1: experience gets them in there. I think the experience
0: possibly, as I was to say, whether that's the seven or the eight, um, I think. If you're if you're Portland and you're hanging around the ten at the trade deadline, then you gotta see what you can get for CJ. You need that kind of dynamic wing um that can defend three or four positions. That's I only, you that's see- where that's where CJ and and Dame let you down. I mean, they're fantastic offensive threats, but they're turnstiles defensively and you got teams like golden state warriors that can hide Stephen Curry in doing that. Right. And Steph's not even that terrible of a defender, but you, you know, he's got guys like Wiggins and Draymond and stuff like that, that are pests that can, they can switch one through five. Mm. You, you don't have that in Portland. Like it, they were hoping Robert Covington was going to be that he wasn't that no, they were, they were hoping that Derrick Jones jr was going to be that that didn't last long. He's not that, um, you know, who
1: is going to be that though.
0: Yeah, I know. They're now hoping that Larry Nance Jr. Larry is, going to be Larry Nance
1: is gonna be that. Don't you worry, boy. I changed my pick. Put, <laughs> Put your penis away. Put That's your penis away. That's is the first time away. you've ever said that to me.
0: <laughs> but yeah, look, I if if Dame is gonna get his MVP, if he's gonna be a Smokey for it, I mean, they have to be fifty-five plus wins. And I just, I, I don't see a world
1: where they get there. No, I, I think, really I, think I think, I think Dame Leonard's more likely to get traded for CJ. You reckon? You trade CJ, you get some guy who's not as good as... Whenever you trade the good guy, you never get the guy or the thing back that's just as good as the good guy, right? Yeah. It's just the rules, just how it is. And believe it or not, CJ would probably be the good guy in a trade that involves CJ McCullum, right? Yeah. Unless it was for a Ben Simmons trade. But if they trade McCullum, they get a guy who's not as good as McCullum. He might fit a little nicer next to Dame, but he's not as good. And then what happens? You get the guy that's not as good and then you lose Dame anyway. Yeah. Whereas it, and even if best case they do get Ben Simmons, it's like does Dame Lillard walk into practice, see Ben Simmons shirtless hitting threes, and then in the game, like not take any and go, oh yeah, no, I'm fucking out actually anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like This I meant do something different, but not like this different. So but I don't I know. Think, I, think I think you see what you get for. I think you see what you get for Dame. That's the guy you can get the return on.
0: Yeah, possibly, but I think that you know. Dame, Dame is one of like, what, five guys, four guys in the league that you can say, can I have 55 tonight? And he'll go and get you 55, right? Maybe you lose. Okay, you lose right now because CJ is also trying to get you 55 and he's trying to be like Robin, right? You get a guy like Ben Simmons in there who can defend on the other end and can stop the other guy from getting 55, you start winning.
1: But then you lose all the all the scoring that CJ does. And Dave yeah, Lillard but I think you've, I think
0: you've got other guys on the team that can that can stand up. I mean, Anthony I Simons know. is looking really really good. Um, at, you know, you got another guy that can shoot in the corner, Tony Snell. Um, Pat Patterson but is known you, to be if, a shooter If you If
1: you're relying on these guys, I think I think the, I, I just the think that you can. I those, think you can divvy up the 23 points per game
0: to other guys. And push, and push other guys to do that. And you'll still get – If arguably, if you're getting a Ben Simmons, you're still going to get, yeah, at minimum, 16 points per game out of Ben Simmons, right? So then you're looking to make yep. up eight
1: if, points. If you get, get good Ben Simmons, if you get Ben Simmons locked in, wanting to play, wanting to be there, getting along with Dame, sure. But I don't, I don't know. I don't think Daryl does the CJ for for – Ben trade. I think there's much nicer trades out there that that involve guys that play CJ's position. Mm,
2: mm.
1: That'd be a very unattractive trade for me if I was Philadelphia. But I'm not Philadelphia.
0: Well, moving on from
1: Portland. I know you
0: don't want to. Oh, you got that, Larry Nance? that that, you. that
1: depressed me. That was depressing but, me as shit. Let's, let's that move was on. so sad. <laughs> that was like, there's a dude who loves the city, who's only played for his one, played for the one team, and I'm like, yeah, fuck, he's he's gone. And he's Never like, no, no, no. Like, fucking gone. <laughs> and, then, you, and you were like, okay, no, nah, keep him, but trade his best friend. It's just <laughs> fucking depressing, bro. Like Jesus, let's move on. Uh,
0: all right, Sacramento, um, Mister. I mean, I've got them tier four. I don't think that the, the needle's pushed all that hard. Um, I don't think Buddy Hill's going to be there at the end of the year. Um, this is where you can jump in with your similar talk, by the way. But uh, I really love their draft pick, Davion Mitchell, Mr. Off-Night. That's, that's sick. He could be a smoky for, for Roy. If he starts, if Tyrese comes off the bench, Buddy Hill is traded, and Davion starts, you, you could talk me into it.
1: I think Dave, Davion, unfortunately, for him is not – in control of his own destiny at the moment.
0: No, 100%.
1: I think they are waiting on on what happens with the Ben Simmons roulette. And I know I, the Kings, I keep hearing, but the Kings fit too well. Like, I think what's going to happen is he'll talk, Ben Simmons, by him, I mean Ben Simmons and his camp, talk himself into Sacramento being a Californian team. He'll get out there. You're not that far away from LA. It, he'll come out to, so he'll get traded and then he'll come out to some Kings event. He'll be wearing the black Jason Williams white chocolate. Jersey, hundred percent. That's what he's gonna wear, and I can see it now. And it's, it is what it is. And I think all it just dripped depends. out kangaroo chain. Yeah, yeah, doing what he does. Um, But I mean, it just depends on who they give up. I mean, Marvin Bagley could be in that deal. If you're Ben Simmons, you're like, yeah, you can, yeah, get. See you later, bro. I can play yeah, powerful bro, I'll, too. I'll, I'll swap with him. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it just depends on the guard. You know, Buddy Hill's gonna be involved as the main guy. And I think that yep. probably keeps the Aaron Fox safe, but man, wouldn't this look fucking stupid for the Kings, right? Who didn't draft Luca because, Oh no, we don't want two guys who want the ball like that. And then they trade for Ben Simmons. Oh mate, you would just be, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Nah, couldn't be a Kings fan, but I mean, I think Tyrese might be involved in that or some way or Davian that partners up with Buddy Hield. I mean, if I'm mm. if I'm Sacramento, I want to get rid of Buddy Hield as the main guy. But if I'm obviously yep. Philly, I want to get De'Aaron as the main guy. And I think that's where it's going to come down to. Mm. Um, and maybe Kings Cave and say, if they start off slow as well, same thing. If they really are a tier four team and they're not winning at all, and they're like, these guards are good, but we can't play four guards. Yeah. Maybe they look to consolidate and, and try and do that and get Ben Simmons in there. I think there's enough guys in this team to make Ben Simmons good. Rashawn Holmes can play with him. I mean, that that obviously go into next year looking to partner guys with him. Yeah. But I mean, if you have Ben Simmons and two of those four guards, I don't even care which two it is, any two, I think is going to be unreal. Like if you have Davion Mitchell and Ben Simmons, who the fuck is scoring? Well, it's like having Matisse Libel and Ben Simmons. Who the fuck is scoring? Yeah. See
0: so, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And and touching on your four guard lineup, I think they're a lot like the Thunder in that regard, where like they need that out and out star. Darren, I don't think, is a number one guy yet. I I looked it up today. He's only 23 I don't know if he gets there though. He's 23, but like he's crazy. He's he's too good to be 23 years old, but he's not a number one guy. Um, I think Rashawn Holmes needs to needs to prove that last year wasn't a flash in the pan. I mean, he had a pretty good jump going 14 and eight in a starting role. Um, I can see him getting to like the 16 and 10, but I mean, that still doesn't push the needle any further. Um, uh, I, I mean, I'm pretty high on Rashawn Holmes. I've got a friend of the podcast, Tim always in my ear about how good Rashawn Holmes is, but. Um, yeah,
1: but don't listen to Tim. I'll stray. straight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, I, I think they just need that, that out and out start. And Ben Simmons could be them. Could be that. Yeah. Right. Otherwise I still think they, they're, they're another lottery pick. i must say, I
1: still, it. I still think they have to be, I think they're going to start off slow and I agree. I don't think they're going to, they're going to start the season. Well, it's going to take a while for those four guys to kind of, kind of gel and mesh and see where that goes. And I think eventually they'll go, fuck this doesn't work. Cause you still got Harrison Barnes who gets his hands on the ball and can kind of create yeah. and I think It's just too many chefs, man. Like
0: I think I if you know can what's... turn, if you can turn Harrison Barnes into a spot up shooter, like he was in golden state when they had success, um, then, then that's great. But, uh, another hot take and it's not even I don't even think it's that hot. Um Luke Walton's not there at the nah, twenty man. game mark.
1: When we touched on this um the other day, I was like, fuck, Luke Walton coaches the Kings. Yeah. That shit is crazy, man. It's never been like he straight up finesse them. Like yeah. he can't fish the shit out of them. I feel like he's been on the hot seat every year, but he's still there. Like how? Because the Kings, bro, I don't know. I think yeah. even Ben Simmons will get along, actually. I think he's a Ben Simmons because co- he's a guy that could coach. Le- if, if you're a coach that could coach LeBron, you coach that can coach Ben Simmons. Mm. Where it's kind of like, I want you to tell me what to do, but like I don't want you to tell me. I want you to like suggest it and then I'm going to come up with the idea and then I'm going to do it yeah that's kind of what and i think luke walton would do that man he doesn't really seem to have an ego he, he seems to be all fine everywhere he goes people seem to like him i think that's why he hangs around like but they they like him but he doesn't get dubs he don't get w's at all i won't get dubs no one get dubs, Fucking no one get dubs with this team Look at it. yeah that's true all right all i'm right, moving on moving, moving on to on. another team this has been, gonna this gonna get a has been long we got to, we got we got two more to get through this has been a long one, yeah, has sticking been a long in, one.
0: all right, all right, all right. Let, let's let's fly then uh Another team that's not going to get a lot of dubs the San Antonio Spurs. I mean, they're another tier four team for me. Um, I'm just excited for them to hand the keys to the young fellas. I mean, Dejounte Murray, Devin Vassell. Um, Brent Forbes. Brent Forbes. Lonnie Walker fourth Who am I missing? Derek White. Like, <laughs> it's there's a lot of cool shout
1: guys. Out Jock Landau.
0: Yeah, shout out Jock Landau. Jock Strap. Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot of guys that's really, really cool. I think it's also going to be really good to see Thad Young and Doug McDermott um, in Spurs colors. Um, they're both been like hung their hat on being very systematic players and I think that they'll fit into a Greg Pop- Popovich system very very well. Um but that is all I have on the Spurs other than yeah. DeJounte maybe a smokey for MIP.
1: I think they'll be good. I think they I think they'll actually be good out of those bottom kind of teams. I think these guys will cause the most upsets. Like they got some good te- they got some good guards out there. They they're fairly versatile all the way around. Got some good vets. They're obviously fantastically coached. And now I just want to say that Half the reason I started this podcast was so I could get my Thaddeus Young theory out to the wider public. All right. hear me. Okay. So uh, disclaimer, it's not just my Thaddeus Young theory. It's been workshopped okay. by, uh, myself, hit me. by myself and Chancy. So Don't what hit the, me. What Moving the the- on to the Utah what, Jazz. What the, what the theory is, is that if you're better than Thaddeus Young, you are a good player. If you are worse than Thaddeus Young, you're a bad player. He's the he's the barometer, is he? I think he's the barometer. I think he's the barometer. And you could try and convince me. I'm probably not going to believe you. People have tried. People have failed. But I think he's a pretty good barometer, right? Like, he's like if you saw him out there, you'd be like, all right, cool. That young's out there. That's all right. I feel, I feel pretty good about this. But then if he got the ball and it's, we need this to win. Oh, fuck. That young's got the ball, right? Like, that's a big duality, right? Yeah. I it's see where you coming and from. And as he's getting older, the barometer's slowly sliding. So it worked better like two or three years ago when it was really like... Yeah. Thin. But yeah. In, uh, I'm on the look him, up... Him and in, in, like
0: Indiana, sure. Indiana, Indiana,
1: Indiana Thad Young. Indiana Thad
0: Young, was, Young, you got me. This, Chicago Thad Young, he turned himself into like a better passing forward. And yeah. that's where I think he's really going to be good on this Spurs team. I think he's really yeah. going to... You, you could see Thad Young average seven assists this year.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I mean that's when this theory was, was cooked up when he's yeah. playing for Indiana. And I mean, I'm, I'm on the lookout for a new barometer. If you see a barometer, feel free to hit me up. At Fifth and um, Dribble. At Fifth and Dribble. Anywhere you get your podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I yeah, I think this team's going to be pretty fun, I guess. Like, they're not yeah, going to be, I don't, think they, I don't think they're going to be really, really bad. I think they're, they're not going to be good, but they're going to be really, really bad. They're still going to win on nights. And the balance of the team's actually pretty even. I just think they need a few more big men. Like, they're, they're pretty small up up top. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I just feel bad. Um if I was a six six ginger working at next DC following this team. That would be that'd be tough. That'd <laughs> be tough. Uh miss you, Nate. Anyway, uh moving on to the next team. The Utah Jazz. Um for me they're tier two. All right. I think that they're I think that they're in that three to three to six, three to eight. Um I like the fact that they got someone like Eric Pashgal to keep Donovan happy. I mean, these boys played AAU together. They're, they're homies from way back. Um, I say way back. They're like 22. But yeah, they're, they're boys from way, way back. back. Boys. Hey? The way back boys. The way back boys. Um, I like the white side signing. I think one of the big knocks against Utah last year is that Rudy Gobert was like their only center. And as soon as Rudy Gobert came off, that's when they bled points. Absolutely bled them. Um, I mean, they still finished top two, but that's when they absolutely bled points. Right. So I think if you can get white side to like pull his head in, uh, that turns this unit into a great offensive and defensive unit all the way through.
1: The thing that impresses me, I wasn't too impressed about the white side signing at first, mm. but the more I thought about it, it reminds me of, like, or in the NFL, not a sport that we see cover, but we seem to touch on a lot, but it reminds me of in the NFL where where a team will have a, a system perfectly curated to their quarterback, or, like, a system perfectly curated to their quarterback, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like you see with the Ravens. Everything is exactly how their quarterback wants it, which makes sense. That's what you want that's to say. That's their focal point. But yeah. then your backup is the complete opposite quarterback to what your starter is. So Shakes. your well, that's it. Like, well, no, it's not not even that they're bad. It's that they're not the same. Like, you could have a guy, say, you, like, say you had a guy like um, Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. Back him up with RG3. Like, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So back to yeah. someone who is obviously not the same level but can do similar things. Yeah. But if you had a guy like, if you have Lamar Jackson... And then you have his backup be some pocket passer who doesn't move around. There's no mobility. Like, what is the, What's the point in that scheme? Like, yeah. And I think this is what that. Why are you running
0: two offensive schemes? For, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. what
1: I think. And it's like that's like part of me. My first thought was, man, they should they should have gone a small center. They can be versatile. Go bear can't get, you know, run off the four. But then I was like, nah, actually, this is kind of cool because they're they're very much in the case of like fuck it. This is what we do. We're gonna try and yeah. win doing this. And if we lose it, we lose it doing it our way. So I like yeah. that. I just don't think this team's gonna win, obviously, the chip. I think they're gonna be pretty good. Um, I think this is a case for uh, not blow it up, but definitely like look to move some pieces in the offseason. 100%. I think if they if if they get to the point where they
0: potentially could win the chip, you need a 2016-2017 Mike Conley. You need a dude that can give you twenty an extra 22 points per game on top of what Donovan gives you. Because Donovan's another one of those guys that can go and give you 40 on any given night, but there's no one else on this roster that can give you more than 25 on any given night. You know what I mean? Like there's no, Yeah, your next best scorer is what Bojan. That's it. Yeah. Like Jordan Clarkson off the bench, maybe like it's, it's tough. Um, You've got, you're a fantastic defensive team. And that's what Quinn Snyder is built on. He's built on defense, but you know, they, they keep telling me defense wins championships. Why does not, why does Utah not have four championships? You know what I mean, like, yeah, no, I get you, it. I you, get obviously, it you obviously need to be a good offensive team as well, right? And it's
1: just a bit of a punish to watch, too.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's just, it's slow. It's really slow. Another really, uh, another addition that I really like for them is Rudy Gay. Uh, he's not a champion, but he's kind of got like that veteran champion voice. Um, yeah. and he's going to be a really good addition. I think he could even play a little bit of small ball five, um, when they want to run their athletic lineups. Um, I think that'd be really cool. I think he could also play a lot with um, either Whiteside or Gobert because he can stretch the floor, obviously, really, really well. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I could say I'm a fan, but I'd I'd have to convince myself that I'm a fan of this
1: team. Yeah, I'm. I'm not super into this team. I think this is probably their last season before they um they kind of blow it up, move yeah. some shit around. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, well, that's it. That's the worst. It's broken right, down. That was. Uh... If,
1: if you stuck around for this shit,
0: good job. Yeah, we love you. We absolutely yeah. love you. Please, please share you, the podcast. And if you okay. didn't and just skip to the end, you're a dog. But we still love No, no, you. we still love you. Please share the podcast still. <laughs> uh, but our tiers that we've got uh, a little bit of a breakdown. Tier one, we've got the Lakers, the Warriors, and the Suns. Uh, tier two, uh, a bit bigger, the Nuggets, Mavericks, Clippers, Grizzlies, Portland, and the Jazz. Then there's a bit of a drop off. Tier three, Timberwolves and Kings. And then tier four, the Spurs, Pelicans, Rockets, and Thunder. I mean, you could even convince me that those four teams are Tier 3 and Tier 3 is really Tier 4 and there's that big of a gap between the top nine teams and the other six.
1: Yeah, I think the only change I'd make is probably the Grizzlies down from Tier 2 to Tier 3 and either maybe the Spurs or Thunder knocking around Tier 3, depending. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter.
0: doesn't move the needle. It doesn't matter. I mean, we
1: care about Tier 1. That's what we care about. That's
0: why we're here. The three, the three teams that we can see that we can both see winning the championship out of the West is the Lakers, the Warriors, and the Suns. Can we agree on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and they're going to be the teams that you're going to want to watch, along with uh, Larry Nance's Portland and of uh, carried, bro, and Marcus Morris seniors. <laughs> <at Clippers. laughs> <laughs> but uh, but good. yeah, I think we'll call it there. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, as I said, please share where you can share. Um, at us. When you are around at 5th and Dribble on Twitter and Instagram, um, feel free to leave a voice memo at anchor.fm slash 5th and Dribble. And, yeah, we're really excited for the upcoming episodes. We've got a couple of really good things planned. Um, We're going to be covering, obviously, a lot of the NBA as it's ramping in. Only six days to go. Six days and we're in. We're inside the week. Oh, we're inside, Um, bro. And, uh, yeah, some some really good shit coming. So, uh, any, any more holes you need
1: to plug, lock? No, nah, man, we're all good. Stay tuned. We've got some stuff coming up. We're going to have to be a bit creative because we've got the end of, obviously, the NRL offseason and signing starting and then the start of the NBA. So, let's see how we handle that shit. A lot of we're just going to juggling. find out.
2: Yeah, it'll be I good.
1: I have no it'll idea how good. we're going to do it. We're going to find out, aren't
0: we? Uh, the, everybody will listen and they'll figure it out as we figure it out. <laughs> all right, That's guys, we'll, uh, we'll catch you in the next one. See you later. All right, catch you next
1: time.